This is Jay Briscoe, SmartWrestlingFan.com. Y'all Incestuous Union Consorts. Better tune in, because I listen to this excrement all the time. SmartWrestlingFan.com. Tune in. Female Canines. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the longest-running weekly pro wrestling podcast in history, Smart Wrestling Fan. This is episode 892. I'm Joe Negron, along with Humnama Humma. Hello there. Oh, no, not that guy. Not He's here. It's guy. you. Yes. Oh, why, where's Larry? We want Larry. Larry nah, Larry. nobody's chanting that. Larry is um, doing a family <laughs> Christmas in July thing, I think he called Yay. it. I think it was called that. I don't know okay. what that means, but I guess it's Christmas in July. I, I mean, really. They all go out in the that. street and they yell, O-H. And then they wait <laughs> Someone for something else to happen. Yeah, I think that's what he said. But we are going to talk about this week in wrestling. There's a lot of news, but as far as the wrestling content itself... WWE felt felt like they really phoned it in. We just got done watching Raw, I mean, like, less than five minutes ago. And boy, oh boy, that was sure a show. That was a show? Yes. And then they were begging you. They bring out Dolph Ziggler in a suit to beg you to not turn the channel because the main (laughs) event is that pointless. And I don't even know. Oh, my God. I mean, I shouldn't say I don't even know. I have a f- bad feeling about where it's going. I'm just going to say it now. Mm-hmm. We Good. did a Dolph Ziggler face turn at the end of Raw. Huge Raw spoiler because no one cares. No one in the crowd cared. Dolph Ziggler turned right. face, turning on Austin Theory. But and, he, and Dolph was in a suit. Does that not just lead you to instantly believe that that's a trick and then Dolph will be theories like mouthpiece think about Dolph being a mouthpiece first of all how bad <laughs> but Dolph he does is. the comedy you see oh he's so he's funny so funny but trying to lead him to to cash in and win the, the the title with money in the bank like that's just like really is that really what we're doing is this real so as fans are we supposed to forget that he super kicked him and now he's on his side was that oh, we're supposed to think that super kicks one of two things you're supposed to think either he kicked him and then that was a plan, or he kicked him and then later decided he wanted to help him. Ah, uh, the old yeah. uh, Finn Balor move. Gotcha. Yeah, exactly. So either way, Raw sucked. Okay, but well, we'll talk about Raw, SmackDown, Dynamite, Rampage, all the things. Yes. Excuse me, burp on today's episode. And we have a big contest we're going to do. We're going to do a contest. Oh, yeah. And they only have till what day to, to, to do it? Like to the we- weekend, right? Uh, yeah, you have till Friday. I think but we're going to give a specific time in yeah. a few minutes. We'll we'll explain that right. a little bit. So in a, in a little bit. So we have that to cover. Um, we have a lot of news. We have uh, this weekend, and uh, it's the the New Japan G One starts. It's the it's another uh, four block tournament. When was the last time there was a four block tournament? Like thirty years I don't ago. Remember. They said yeah, it was like twenty years ago or something. Yeah, I'd have to look that up. But it was a long it's four time blocks. Ago. And um, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that a bit. Um, we're gonna talk about a lot of things. So um, yeah, we have a lot mm-hmm. to unpack here. So why don't we start with uh, with please go to patreon.com/smartwrestlingfan <laughs> to help support the show. Your patronage is needed 
to continue doing this Smart Wrestling Fan Show. You'll notice when you listen to the show, we talk for hours and hours, and we don't really have ads in the show. Not usually. It's an ad. Mm. It's an ad-free show, not ad-filled show. So, because other shows claim to be ad-free and then they're ad-filled. Unintentional ads. You yeah. Know, sometimes when we're talking about Mexican pizzas and stuff, then you can do that, and also like we ad. say, like New Japan World and stuff. But they're not paying us for that. So, um, no. But yeah. what you can do is just go to Patreon.com/slash/SmartWrestlingFan and just sign up, become a patron, and right there you get all kinds of content. We just did. Oh, we did the 200th episode of Smart Wrestling Fan More. We just did it. Yes. And then after that, we did episode 201. It is the most violent, disgusting review we've ever done, I think, ever in the history of this show. That's saying a lot. It is gross. Yeah. I'm going to guess you did not listen to that one yet. I have not. I have not got to that part. Because you'd know. You'd know. It's disgusting. Um, so listen Let me guess. To- this was a Craig show. It was? <laughs> And it's episode more, 201. We spun the big wheel, told us what to watch. We picked a wrestling promotion. I'm not going to spoil what it was, but we watched a show. And oh my God, you won't even believe it. So so sign up on Patreon just for that. But regardless, sign up just because you want to help the show. Um, But do that. And um, we're going to do some news in a minute. But should we announce the contest now? Yeah, we can do that. We can do the contest. So what we're going to do is we're going to have a contest to coincide with G1 Climax 32 yes. in Japan. And we're going to put uh, a forum up, I guess. Where should we put it? On the Facebook page? We'll put it uh, ever, We'll put it wherever. We'll put it on the Facebook page. All the places. It, we'll try yeah. and put it wherever, but so yeah. I created, this, I created this in Google Forms, so be kind with me. It's my first Google Form ever. It looks fine um, to me. Yeah, you're going to log into that. Okay, looks good. good. You're going to log into that. And what you have to do is because uh, the G1 has four blocks yeah. this year, you need to rank all seven of the wrestlers in each block on how you think they're going to finish. So one through seven for each block. Right. And then you have to decide in the semifinals, who's going to win those matches. So I think it's going to be the a block versus the B block and then C block versus D block. Um, I'm just guessing. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that somewhere, but no one's made it official. So that, I mean, that makes no sense. Though. Okay. Win. Yeah. Yeah. So then you pick your semifinal winner, basically, and then you pick the actual final winner. Right. Who you think is going to win it all. And we have point values associated for each of those things. Yep. And so we'll tally up the scores at the end and we'll announce uh, the winners. Now, the top five people get a prize. Yeah, everybody gets prizes all, uh, gets in the top win? five. If you finish in the top five, you get prizes and there'll be yeah. some physical, some digital. We're not going to announce the prizes because they're basically going to be just, you know, not make it up as you go along, but um, I have a bunch right. of things to give out. So I'll decide uh, a little bit later while the G one's going on. Uh, but the top prize winner, the grand prize winner, will get like uh, as long as they're in the United States, they'll get a free to ship to them uh, yeah. uh, prize pack of, of physical items. Um, unless you really want digital items, will there give you be that. any stale chewing gum from baseball cards in there? Exactly. <laughs> there won't be, or there will be. Will there be? I'm asking. Oh, I don't have any more. Larry has it all. So I don't okay. think so. All right, then. So don't worry. So Nobody has to worry about worry. old crappy gum. It'll be better prizes than that. But no, I have I have good yeah. prizes to give out. So I'm going to give, um, cool. like I have some, well, I don't want to say what it is. Yet. Some good stuff though. Yeah. But uh, it's free to enter. So go enter. So how you right. do it, like you said, you can join on the Facebook group. Um, yep. Is that the only way? We should tweet it out probably, huh? 
we should put it everywhere we can because all we have to do is give them a link. So right, it's just a link, know, and then you download a thing, person. and then fill out the form and email it to us. It's like that easy. Yeah. So simple. Yeah, you put you'll put your email address in the form so that we know how to reach you with your prizes and stuff. Right. Put your name on there, like your Facebook name, so that if you're in the Facebook group, you know we know right, who so we you know are. Who you are. Like, and oh, then also, he's doing so great. Right, and then also, um, yeah, we can we can you know you can brag about it then but also i want people to know um only don't don't enter more than once you have to enter with like a real right. name and stuff and email address so you can only enter once if you if you enter more than once you're disqualified so don't do that but um if uh if if you win like i'm going to give you good stuff but uh i want as many people uh to play this as possible so if you could um if we if we tweet out any links you know, retweet them if about the contest. If you if you um, if you see it on Facebook, share it. I want to try to get a lot of people. I know that goes counter. It's counterintuitive to you winning a prize, but trust me, um, we want to we want to try and get as much traction on this as possible. It's going to be a fun game uh, for everybody. Yeah, and also and, oh one. Yeah, go ahead. One other thing before you go. Also, yeah, the deadline is that's what that I was going to say. Have to enter this before the first night of the G1. Right. So, Once here it are airs, the deadline times. It's over. Yeah. July sixteenth at one a.m. Pacific, four a.m. Eastern, eight a.m. Uh, Greenwich Mean Time. Okay. And uh, five p.m. Japan time. Right. So the point is, on once that once that episode of the G1 starts, the contest you can't enter anymore. That's it. Yes. So be One safe per person. and That's it. just yeah. enter on the 15th because if I get sleepy, I'm going to turn it off before I go to bed. <laughs> That's true. So well, how about enter right now, enter hear, the second you hear this? And if you've heard this right. after yeah. the weekend, it's right too now. bad. Should have heard it sooner. Can't help you. but Or you should have been on Facebook or Twitter. Um, but that's and it. Also, so, I, yeah, want to, I want to give a cheat sheet to everybody, too, because I made right. a cool little graph of all yeah. the... Uh, it shows all the matches and stuff. The, 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 yeah, and you can look at the matches and you can kind of maybe get some, you know, figure out some stuff from that just yeah. to see who's fighting who and when they're fighting. Yeah. And you can I mean, you can go as detailed as you want for your own math purposes, but, yeah. you know, then you yeah. can fill out the forms If you know how Gato works, you can figure some things out. So uh, do that. I had a dream um, that we were trying to build some kind of like cross-promotion matchup. It's like I don't even have a wrestling oh, company, yeah. so I don't know what I was what I was contributing. But Gato <laughs> was there, and I was there, and I was trying to tell him this guy should win. He's like, "Yeah, okay, that sounds good." And by the way, his he was wasn't doing his broken English like Japanese accent talk. He was just talking to me, yeah, um, just like he he, he <laughs> could speak English very clearly. And then right. um, we decided to play um, Street Fighter for some reason. And I wanted to play it on the Sega Saturn, and for some reason, then it was—I only had a Sega Genesis at the time, and then he left. So that was my dream. Oh, yeah. I'll never know. I like the thought of you and Gato booking some shows. That would be, be great. Watch. I would love that. It'd be so much fun. But he does a pretty good job. I would Drop say that. that he's pretty good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, enter that, and then cancel your Peacock and and subscribe to New Japan and watch the G One with us. And you probably have should. A great time, oh. and your life will be so much better. Do, do you want to mention? I think. Am I wrong about this? Uh, the first two nights are free. Of the G One, oh, did I imagine that. that, or is that real? I think that's real. I, I don't know. We'll have to look that. We can't because the New Japan World site's down right now. But I no. swear I remember oh, that the first two nights. I think starting on the sixteenth, seventeenth. I think they're free. So you can watch even without a New Japan subscription. So if that gets more people to play in this contest, do it. Should we mention some of the 
some of the wrestlers in this? We could. Have we but, talked about that on the main show? Yeah, but we can. I mean, we could. We could. Here are some of the guys that you might you might know the cross promotional guys. So we got Lance Archer is in there. Yeah. Um, you've got uh, Jeff Cobb is there. You've seen him on AEW. Of course. Uh, Tom Lawler. If you're watching <gasps> filthy New Tom Japan strong. Yes. Filthy Tom. He's fantastic. It's his first time. I can't wait uh, for that. J- uh, Great O'Conn, of course. Yep. Uh, Jay White is there this S- year. The switchblade. He's year. the world he champ now. right now. Yes. He's in the G1. Yeah. Yep. Uh, who else have we got here? Okada's got, in uh, there. Naito's uh, in there. Sonata's in there. Okada, Shingo is in there. Tanahashi, yeah, all the guys that you expect. Uh, Kenta's in there this year. He's recovered. Uh, we got Zack Sabre Jr., of course. Yeah. El Fantasmo's moved up from the junior division. I can't wait for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Will Ospreay is back, so he's in there oh, this my. year. So all the guys who were like not there last year because of COVID are here now. Yep. And plus uh, bonus plus extras. Guys, Jonah and so on. Yeah. So, yeah, so this will be a lot of fun. This, this year. is going to be a lot of um, new match combinations, again, so I'm excited about that. Um and yeah. yes, we know no sure. Moxley and Danielson. Danielson, I'm getting uh, concerned about because he not only isn't cleared yet, but he is. There's no timetable. I'm getting worried that something could be wrong. So we'll see. Yeah, I am too. Yeah, what happens yeah. there? But um, but okay, yeah. good. So everybody entered the contest. Like we said, so there you, go. you just have to get the link, and it's on the Smart Wrestling Fan Facebook page, and it's on. Do you want to post that right now so people could start doing it while we're doing the show? Yeah, let's okay. do it. Let's do it while they do that. Okay. All right. Well, you do that so and I'll, I'll start, start the ratings. How about that? You do things. Okay. I'll do yes. the ratings. Okay. Do it. So uh, this week in wrestling, these exciting ratings have come in and uh, we'll do the news right now. The last week's Monday Night Raw scored a close to record low 1.5 million viewers for the 4th of July show. So I had said they'd be lucky to get 1.6 million and they weren't that lucky. So... That's that's pretty much it. 1.5 million. Not really a surprise there. SmackDown Live, another 2.1 million viewers. Um, Dynamite are right around a million again, 979,000. So not that much of a drop from uh, there from Blood and Guts. So that's good. Uh, did I say Dynamite? Yes. Rampage, I think, had... 428,000 viewers, so that's pretty good. The holiday week before it, or the something week, we couldn't get the rating. That's right, we couldn't get the rating because it was 4th of July. Was uh, The week before was 486,000, so that's actually a drop uh, for Rampage. And NXT Great American Bash had 593,000 viewers. Not a great number for a free pay-per-view type show, but whatever. It's AEW. I don't know what to what to say about that. So, did you post it yet? No, you're still posting. Okay. Just push the post button. Oh, good. All right. So there it is. So it's on the Facebook group, so people can go do it. Okay. I can post, but I don't think I can reply still, but there it is. (laughs) Facebook is so broken. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So news bits and rumors. Holy crap. This week, uh, we learned that Vince McMahon is a complete scumbag. That was the big news of the week. Vince McMahon. So many different problems. Before, it was... um, it was $3 million in hush money to um, stop a, a an overpaid paralegal um, from blabbing about maybe possibly coerced relationship with Vince McMahon. Now another coerced situation, which also is known as assault uh, in most states. Um, $12 million more dollars in hush money. 12 million. Whoa. 
one of the I settlements like at an auctioneer house and the guy is just going do i hear four billion five that's just six it. of seven is Exa- seven point five eight exactly but this uh this is not good and uh one of the one of the i don't want to say anybody's names but i know uh one of the people uh and that's not good now i knew about three other uh situations or uh cases before this and it turns out there were four others so this is bad wow. And it wasn't four women at $3 million each. One of them got $7.5 million. <laughs> oh, boy. And it was a wrestler. Oh boy. And, mm. yeah, there's more details. But if I tell you too many, then you're going to guess who it is. And I don't want to do that to the person. So right. it's not good. Vince yeah. is horrible. Um, uh, what... <laughs> What, why is he so immune to this? Is it because he has so much WWE stock? Is it because, like, what's the reason? Just because he's Vince McMahon? Like, I don't know. Yes. Is that? That's that can't it. be all, though. Is it? it? It's, I mean, it's not. Did he break the law? Yeah, if he coerced women, yes. Okay. He sure did. Also, if even did. if it wasn't, even if it wasn't coerced and it was just, let's say it was, let's say like, okay, the problem is once some of them are coerced, most likely most of them were, or all of them were, but let's even say that one of right. them was consensual. Let's even say that it's still not, uh, it's still very frowned upon to do that in your workplace and well, give sure. women, whether they're employees, uh, behind the scenes or they're wrestlers to give them pushes based on the real, their relationship with Vince McMahon. I mean, that's, that's terrible. Legalities right. aside. And, and I think what worst. we're going to see though, is the difference between sort of internal corporate investigation versus legal investigation. Yeah. And if it's not legal investigation, then I'm, I'm afraid he's going to be immune from everything. Yeah. It's really, really it's just, bad. It's really gross. And then, yeah. Um, Connor Schell, uh, who is, uh, he was on the board of directors. He was an ESPN executive guy, um, a high up guy, just mysteriously resigned from the board. Just like, he was like, Oh, I'm out of here. And that was right before the, the four other women thing came out. Sure. Yeah. (sighs) And the excuse was what, that he just had too many. Yeah. Oh, it's always that. Right. He's never going to say obviously what it is. Yeah, it's so gross. It's so bad. And now it looks like Netflix. Remember, they were going to do that Vince McMahon uh, documentary that that they said, no way. They're not doing it anymore. You can't. It's impossible now. They can't. You don't even know what's actually going on. You can't do a documentary right now. You could do a dark side of the ring sometime down the road. Well, (laughs) yeah, that's obvious. Get ready for that. I mean, that was the big that was the big story of the week. Um, yeah, that's huge news. I mean, it's real no one's surprised by it, I'm sure. But no, of course not. It's still big news. But notice, I mean, when the, the $3 million hush money paralegal thing came out, Vince was like, F everybody. And he showed up on Raw and SmackDown. But <laughs> yeah, when this one came out, he kind of crawled under a rock. So I think yeah. he knows that would be a bad look to go right back on TV right after that got announced. So bad real bad it's garbage you should go away just go away forever Vince I know me too so just, just just freaking go away right now let me talk about something happier news okay please 
we were really, really hoping that we'd have cheering and booing at the G1. We're not going to have yeah. it. We're not going to have it. But Japan has announced that starting at their burning spirit shows, which is the ones that start in September, starting yep. at those at Cork and Hall, they're going to seat the place differently. So they're going to sell less tickets. But because of that, the benefit will be so they'll lose money over this to get to get a hotter product. Mm-hmm. They're willing to lose money to have special cheering sections. Yeah. In the building. That's, That's awesome. So half the arena will be cheering probably or something like that, right? Well, I know that they can only if they're gonna do the cheering sections, unfortunately they're gonna only be able to sell half the tickets because they're gonna have to have people right. spaced out. But the way they're spacing it yeah. out, uh, I don't know that half will be cheering, but anyone cheering will be good. It doesn't matter Absolutely. how many, you know, if you want to sit in a cheering section, you know, it'd be weird if nobody wants to sit in the cheering section because they're all afraid of COVID. Oh. Did you think no, about that? Because no. I saw, just thought about yeah, that now. What was it, Osaka where they just started cheering anyway. They were like, we're done with this. Well, they were, they, they were like- egged on a little bit. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I would say the right gone by switch plates. So that's um, that's uh, I think the cheering section sells out before the non-cheering section. Okay, that, that's my prediction. Okay, that's awesome. Well, I hope you're right, and I hope that the right people sit there, and I hope it's all yeah. the females that yell, "Bushy, Bushy," yeah, because that's all I want to hear. So. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yep. So I can't wait to see if that's real, because oh, I want to hear if there's any Watto fans. We don't. We don't know. We don't know don't if people know. like Watto. What would that sound like? Watto? Yep. I don't know. We don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so that's that's the basic I news hear of the people, week. I, yeah. I want to hear people jeer at show and evil in the house. Oh, of my God. I can't wait for that. They're going to yeah. boo that out of the building. They're going to crap all over so. that. I can't wait for that to get crapped on. So yeah, I've been I've been um, catching up. I've been watching all the uh, New Japan road shows to catch up for the G1. Oh, so yeah, it's been fun. And then I watch them and I play my, I play the New Japan. I've been playing two games. I've been watching those so I can catch up, but it's a lot of hours. So I've been catching up by um, watching that and then um, playing New Japan Strong Spirits on the phone. And I'm yep. also playing um, Final Fantasy 3. I'm trying to beat all the Final Fantasy games Ooh. because I never fun. did that. Like in my life, I went for a long time where the only Final Fantasy I ever had finished was six, which is three on the Super Nintendo. I'd never beat any, yeah. another one for whatever reason. Um, they huh. just weren't my favorite games, but um, they remastered them on Steam and there was a giant Steam yeah. sale. So I got, I was able to get Final Fantasies one through six for pennies on the dollar. So I got those. So I'm nice. playing Final Fantasy three and Final Fantasy three is really good. Like, I guess. When it was out, this is our video game section here. When it was out on the DS, <laughs> I played it and I was like, I don't get it. This, I don't think this is very good. And now that I'm playing this pixel re- remastered version, it's uh, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Yeah. I think it's a very good game. Okay. It's flawed, but good. Have to go check you know. it out. Yeah. yeah. But that's that. I just want to say what I was doing, but I'm, I am yeah. catching up on New Japan. But that's your news. Should we do Dynamite? Let's do it. Okay. Let's do Dynamite. Let's talk about am Dynamite. I a Dynamite boy? I am. I'm the dynamite kid here. Dynamite kid. Um, only not, only not a horrible human. Um, yeah. Are you so going to say it it's from the Lewis Cross Arena? Is that what you're going to say, Larry? 
No, that's, that's not my. That's not your gimmick? The, the bluest cross arena. How oh, you did it. You've no, done this, it. This this is the blue cross arena. I was so proud now, of myself. Rochester I, 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 or Rochester? Rod, Rochester. But I have to tell people how proud of myself I was because earlier um, you had messaged me. You had messaged me about Brock's Kermit the Frog voice, and you said he's like a yeah. reverse. You said he's like a reverse chocolate rain, and I was so proud of myself yeah. because I said some stay drawing something. Like, I no, blew it. it. I blew you it. have to sing it. You have I to said, sing it. Do it. <laughs> I said, okay. Are you ready? It's just funny that you compared yeah. Brock to Chocolate Rain. Brocklet rain, some stay dry while others bring the pain. And I was just so proud that I came up with that. That was so, so good. Stupid. Brocklet rain. So dumb. <laughs> bring the pain, everybody. I know. That's so yep, stupid. But anyway, dynamite. Got the, I got the, the brockamole. Catchphrase and the rhyme and the broccoli. I got it all there. It was all there. You're not paid enough. You should be paid more. I need <laughs> to be paid. I, you know what? If I didn't have to watch wrestling, I'd sit around making all these cool videos every day and probably I'd be viral by now or maybe have my own channel or something. But instead, I'm for yeah. some reason glued to WWE, a company filled with criminals and sociopaths. Why are we reviewing this? I don't know. I don't know. Let's go to let's go to AEW Dynamite okay, that's instead. Fine. How about that? I don't know. From the Blue Cross Arena. Okay. In Rochester, New York. Yes. Uh, tonight... On, the, on commentary, we've got Excalibur, Tony Schiavone, and Taz. Right, because we're still so, doing that experiment where JR is no. only in the second half, and then that way he can do, also yeah. do Rampage. So he's still filling his two hours obligation, but it's just half of Dynamite yes. and all of Rampage. So right. yeah. He can sit in the back and, and drink beer, I guess, while whatever the hours going on. I hope he's not, because I don't yeah. want him to be drunk when he's doing commentary. No, no, no. We don't need that. Out comes Wardlow. He's here for the opening contest. And the crowd is cheering loudly for him. So here it is. First match uh, is going to be Wardlow versus Scorpio Sky in a street fight match. And this is for the TNT Championship. Yeah. So we're not messing around. We're getting straight into it here. Yeah. On, uh, Dynamite. Now, Scorpio comes out with Ethan Page, Dan Lambert, and a few of the uh, Team America meatheads or whatever. Okay. They are. The, the, um, these are not American. I don't even know about MMA much, but I know this is not real. Top Team America or whatever. These guys are just right. like the one guy, the one black guy, he's always on this show or Raw or whatever. He's always on as the guy that gets thrown around anytime they're in okay. the tri-state area. So there's no way that this is American top team. No way. <laughs> okay. Well, they're posing. So, uh, oh, and then Taz tells us that the 12th man is in Wardlow's corner. Now, <laughs> the crowd? This makes sense if you watch American football, but I if see. you don't, then that makes no sense at all. I see. That's true. Uh, but I, even I knew what that was. A, so. we're, in, we're not in a football stadium. We're in no. a, something else. We're in we're not. arena. Yeah. During the match, Dan Lambert gets involved outside the ring, and the American meatheads gang up on Wardlow. And it's a street fight, so everything's legal here. Of course. Uh, Wardlow lands his swanton splash, and that's great. The crowd jumps up and cheers for that. Uh, they were, goes for the this crowd just up. yes this crowd just really wants a title change really bad and they like Wardlow so they do yeah they do they like the Wardlow he goes for a power bomb but then the meatheads they run in and they all uh, get eliminated by Wardlow rather clumsily uh, none of these guys are ready to be wrestlers yet you no. can tell how they exit the ring that they don't know what they're doing um, Scorpio clocks Wardlow in the head with the TNT title. But Wardlow kicks out at two. Uh-oh, and that scares Scorpio a bit. 
Uh, Wardlow then throws Scorpio into Lambert, who's again up on the apron. Lambert goes flying. Then we get the Powerbomb Symphony uh, times three, I think. One, two, three, new TNT champion, Wardlow. Yeah, I mean, wow. They did the kind of the opposite of what I thought. This was, this was, I mean, I don't know how I feel about Scorpio Sky losing in this manner, but I mean, he lost and he had a lot of help. So that's kind of sad, but I don't know after this, how would, how are you ever going to get the title off of Wardlow? If this is what it, like, what will it take the day they need to remove that title from him? A massive cheating and, and stuff like that. I'm going to guess a forklift, and they have know. to pin him with the forklift. That's my guess. Yeah. Yeah, one of those. Okay. I feel bad for Scorpio Sky because I really, really <clears throat> like him, and I hope he um, gets elevated to something else here. Yeah. I mean, he was doing good. He's, he's, he's one fine. Of the, so. He's one of the guys that should be, you know, uh, way up there on the card. Yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens. Okay, now we go backstage. Uh, we got a, a, a video of Moxley who talks about Brody King in one giant run-on sentence. So that yes. was cool. And then a commercial break. And then after that, we go backstage with smart Mark Sterling and Tony Nice. And this is this. Okay. This begins a really, really stupid storyline. It's so, it it's so, so unbelievable, but go ahead, explain yeah, it so we can so, try and so, figure this out. They have a petition and they're trying to get signatures. And if they can just get enough signatures, then they'll be able to remove Swerve Strickland from the AEW roster. Okay. So I don't know how that's ever even legal or a thing. Who would, I guess. Like, why would Tony Khan allow that to be a thing? Yeah. And also, so how is it going to... Okay, keep going. I got to figure it's this just, out. It's dumb. So for some reason, they're going to Keith Lee to try and get a signature. Um, and Keith says, you know, Swerve is still my partner and we're still winning... Unlike Tony Nese. So he just walks off this, the screen, which is pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, so to be continued, we'll see more of that in a little bit. But now, out on the ramp, we get Christian Cage. He oh, this is awesome. He hates him. Yeah. Yep. And then Kane's music plays, but out comes Luchasaurus. <laughs> yes. And he's dressed in charcoal black. So he's, he's had a wardrobe Evil Luchasaurus. Look how evil he is. Evil, yeah. He is. Christian starts to talk, and then out comes Matt Hardy. And... Uh, Matt Hardy says that Christian is a jerk and he's the Michael Jordan of being an a-hole. Um, the crowd likes profanity, so they cheer to that. Uh, and then Matt is angry because of what Christian did to Jungle Boy. For some yes, reason. but but Christian also did you get cool the stuff. did you get the Jeff Hardy line? Yeah, I'm getting to that here. So okay. Christian says, "Hey, Matt, you know what? What are you doing? Why do you care about Jungle Boy? This doesn't make any sense. Uh, as, as a matter of fact." You make Jeff seem like the sober one. Wow. So, yeah, everybody kind of wows at that. Matt ignores that comment. (laughs) He just says, listen, Christian, you're just using Luchasaurus to make money. And, you know, I admit that I've done the same thing with other young wrestlers like Private Party. And and now Karma's against me. Not not not. uh, I was going to say, is that awesome Kong? No, it's not. Yeah. But no, he's like, uh, so karma is maybe that's why my life is so messed up because I did the same stuff. But now I'm turning over a new leaf and I, Matt Hardy, am here to make sure that no one else gets taken advantage of. Mm. Christian sees right through it. He says, you know what, Matt, you're just a clout chaser. Your name's not in the headlines. uh, So now you're trying to do anything you can to be on the screen. He says, you know, you'll use anybody. You'll use your kids. You'll use your wife. 
You'll use your father-in-law, RIP. You'll use your dog, Sparky, your aunt, Jenny. You'll use a dilapidated boat. (laughs) You'll use a lawnmower. You'll use any of these things to keep your name in the headlines, which is a pretty good line, Christian. Very good. Uh, he says that Matt will even turn a blind eye to his brother and his issues to just get one last Ooh. run. Uh, he says, Matt, you're more embarrassing than your screw up loser brother. And it starts to escalate. And then Luchasaurus attacks Matt party and choke slams him through the timekeeper table. Oh no. So there you go. We got to talk about Jeff a little bit tonight. Wow. Okay. Next up, we get a recap of Blood and Guts with interview segments from the participants. So that was kind of a cool little package they put together there. Um, And then we get an interview backstage with Claudio and Jake Hager. And Jake Hager's fanny pack is there. Yes. Uh, Now, uh, we the people here, are you reunited? And But not in a friendly way. Jake says that Claudio isn't as tough or hard as Jake. And Claudio almost laughs at that line. Jake says that Claudio was never a world champ in Ring of Honor or WWE, and he's never going to be one in AEW either. So the crowd kind of goes, ooh, you said WWE. Yeah, they did. Um, And Claudio says people who demand respect don't deserve respect. And Claudio tells Jake he's just carrying Jericho's bag. And so they say these things to each other, and now they're going to fight next week. So cool. And he said something like, I I beat you twice i'm gonna make it three and oh but i wish he would have said four and oh and then went oh three three you know like this old three sides gimmick but no they didn't do that yeah it's okay too bad too bad yeah all right here we go match number two this is a tag team match it's butcher and blade with bunny versus swerve in our glory that's swerve strickland and keith lee did that did Uh, in the middle of this match these wrestlers forget how to wrestle and they forget yes i think they forgot It, there's not much noteworthy in this match. Swerve and Blade, they botched a leapfrog <laughs> attempt. That was horrible. Yep. Then they can't even get on the same page after that. It's no. really, really awkward. No. Um, Keith Lee tags back in, and then we get the, the we kind of get back in order here. Keith Lee kind of makes it uh, somewhat coordinated. Uh, we get a bunny interference. Uh, Butcher makes himself look stupid, just throwing himself over the top rope. Yep. Just looked really bad. During the picture-in-picture, picture, Butcher covers Swerve, and Tad says, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, so we get favorite. that again. His favorite, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yep. Uh, but Swerve kicks out easily at two. And then Swerve and our glory have control until Keith accidentally pounces Swerve Oops. into the top rope. Yeah. Bounces around weirdly. Uh, Butcher and Blade almost get the victory on Swerve. It looked like a three count, but no, it wasn't. Yeah, I uh, thought so, too. Yeah. Uh, what would happen? Oh, a super stomp to Blade. I think, I'm sorry. Uh, I think it was that Keith Lee was late coming in, and so the ref floated his hand above the flo- mat. But yeah. yeah, that was a complete botch by Keith Lee. So it was. This was not a match to put out there and say watch AEW. For no, no, this was a low quality. But it, I mean, it's you know, things happen. I understand. It's fine. We, we love AEW, but we still calls them as yeah. we see some. These four, these four wrestlers, a heaping pile. I think, yeah, not. these four wrestlers are good, but this they didn't work with each other well. That's all. Yeah, it's not good. So yeah, one, two, three, Swerve and our glory wins. Yeah, they stomp on the blade and they pin him. All right. Next, time, I don't know why I wrote it like this, but I put down Powderhouse Hobbs. Yeah, so that was kind of fun. He's the powder. Call him Cobblestone Hobbs or something. Yes. What do you call him? Uh, hardcore Cobbler hobbler. Hobbs. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Hardcore hobbler. 
Uh, he and Ricky Starks, they interrupt this celebration of a swerve in our glory. And Hobbs uses some nasty language. Uh, and Stark says, Starks goes crazy, man. He gets all. Oh, he's nuts. He says, yeah, he's just like he's shaking with with energy here. Um, he says, uh, uh, Swerve and our glory are not on the same level as Hobbs and Starks. Uh, he says, you want to talk about the best tag team? And then he gets interrupted by the Young Bucks. Nah. They come out. <laughs> Mac Jackson, Matt Jackson says, you know what? Tag team wrestling is doing great in AEW. All the tag teams are eating well. But let's remember who set the table in the first place, Ooh. and that's the Young Bucks. Nick says, hey, you guys, you had a really good match before. Uh, it was a four-and-a-half-star match. That was great. Congratulations. But, you know, a four-and-a-half-star match is an off night for the Young Ooh. Bucks. Um, yeah, Matt says, hey, let's do triple or nothing. Next week, a three-way tag team uh, title match. So uh, the crowd starts chanting for FTR. Yeah. Um, and then Nick says, uh, we're better than them, and you know it. So Like ooh. MJF? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's stealing a line there. Huh. I don't know if he meant to do that. or No, he, he did. Oh, up. he did. Yeah. So next week, we get a tag team title match. Uh, it's a three-way. And okay. look at that. AEW defends its titles on its free TV shows. Okay, we'll for take real. it. Yep. Not with fake endings. No. Hopefully. Next is a video package of Malachi Black, not Malachi Black, but Malachi. No. And he says Brody King will leave his mark on John Moxley. That sounds gross. Mm. Next up, Tony Schiavone is in the ring. He's going to interview Eddie Kingston. Uh, now, the story that we're being told here is that, you know, Claudio kind of stole the win from Eddie at Blood and Guts because uh, Claudio got the tap out victory yeah. before Eddie could make uh, Chris Jericho tap out. Uh, so, Eddie starts talking and he tells Tony, hey, hold the microphone up higher and be a professional. <laughs> and it makes me laugh. And then you see Tony's face and he's like mumbling a bunch of dirty words to himself after Eddie, after Eddie you know, sort of exhorted him in that way. And I, But I'm happy, though, because Tony constantly annoys me every week with his weak and saggy microphone. You know, you gotta, <laughs> hold that up there, Tony. That's funny. Saggy microphone, Tony. There you go. Uh, next up, Eddie says, congratulations to Wardlow. So, all right, good job, Eddie. That's and weird. then he congratulates his blood and guts team, even Claudio. And he says, look at that. I'm maturing. I can congratulate Claudio, even though we don't get along. And then he blows a raspberry in Shivani's face. So yeah. a lot of abuse on Shivani tonight. Um, Eddie says he's not satisfied because he had did not make Jericho bleed. He broke his promise to everybody. And so... He's going to make Jericho bleed. And now Jericho interrupts on the screen but from that's, the parking lot. What's uh -oh. super weird about this is that Jericho's in the UK, I think. So I don't know when <laughs> this was taped, but it surely wasn't live. And the fact that it wasn't live makes this next part even worse. It's that weird. this it's is weird. what they but kept. Don't tell everybody that stuff, Joe. Don't reveal behind the curtain. I'm sorry. I just did. Just and But I need to. <laughs> I only pointed it out because of what happens next and how bad it is and how they could have redone it. This part is really bad. I don't know how you could have saved it. The way they set this up, this was stupid. So Reshoot it. Uh, well, I mean. <laughs> I mean, it would hurt, but you got to do it. Yeah, but it's just, it's, okay. But anyway, here we go. So we we, we see Jericho and then um, we kind of uh, zoom out a little bit and we see that the whole Jericho Appreciation Society is there. and But so is Ruby Soho. And she's all groggy from being beaten up or something. I guess. Uh, we're in the parking lot. And we're outside of a, a white SUV. The back passenger door is open. <laughs> Ruby's standing next to it for some reason. She's kind of grunting in pain. And 
wobbling, you know, like in uh, Mortal Kombat. When yes. It's like finish him, like that right. kind of thing. That's what she's doing. So then, like okay. Wobbling. So at this point, if a safe had fallen from the ceiling, then I could see her getting hurt and that would be fine, right? That's fine. She's knocked right. out, sort but of. Instead, for some reason, Ruby just like puts her arm in the door, <laughs> the open door, just puts it in there. Yes. And then Taikanti slams the door on Ruby's arm. Uh, now, the door slam so looked good bad. and it sounded good, but the setup was just stupid. It was lazy. embarrassing it was that you would put your own, you would volunteer your own arm. Oh, so stupid. You should have had somebody inside holding her Anything. arm. Anything. Like, then, then it would have been a man holding her arm. And that okay, been but bad, whatever. So just this looks dumb it was, and it made Ruby it look dumb. stupid. And again, it did. It was a pre-tape because Jericho wasn't there. So then this made it even dumber. So, oh, well. <laughs> and then, okay, so then the Jericho Appreciation Society, they just run away as the medics come in and medics don't really do anything because they yeah. never do. So that was... <clears throat> but Eddie's going to cry now. It was fun to laugh at, but it was really dumb. Him and, him and Ruby What's are that? such good pals. Eddie's going to cry now because him and Ruby were such good pals back in Chikara. Oh, you know? yeah. They were like best right. friends. Right, yeah. I don't remember yeah, them ever so we'll, being we'll best do. friends, but maybe they were. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Eddie, we'll, we'll, we'll hear more about this later on with Eddie. Yeah. Okay. So now we go to a commercial. We come back and Dark Order music is playing. And out comes Dark Order with negative one. Um, he's there with uh, number 10, who is also a uh, former replacement of Dukes of Hazard because his name is Cody Vance. If you <laughs> yes. follow that. Good job. Yes. Uh, we get John Silver, Evil Uno, Mark Reynolds, and Anna J. Yeah. Well, there's not very many members left in the dark. No, that's all that's left. Recently. Right. Keep that in mind. They so. lost uh, Angels. We're, we're running out of dark orders. Yes. Um, of course, Brody Lee. Uh, so we're, we're running down. So the reason that Negative One here is tonight is because his dad, Brody, is from Rochester. So right. They're in a hometown here. Now, we get to see some videos of Negative One making a fool of members of the factory um, so that's also going to play a part in this night now evil uno is on the microphone and he says we have some very important uh dark order news tonight did you think they were going to retire starts off by saying i thought yeah we were he was going to say we're going to go our separate ways yeah right Me too. that's the way he teases it because he starts off by saying thank you to everyone yep for always supporting dark order yeah and you know we love you you've always been there for us and so on and so on he really carries us out but then he says our big news is that the six of us are here to stay. So mm. I guess that was big news, right? Okay. I don't know. He says, Dark Order is forever. But this is a new chapter and it requires a proclamation. So he gives the microphone to negative one. But before negative one can say anything, QT Marshall interrupts. And he said, he comes out and he says, you know, how long do we have to support this charity Ooh. case until he's 18 years old? Mm. Oh, boy. He says negative one is more like his mother than his father. Ooh, ouch! Why is that? That's that's why is that an insult? But wow, I don't know. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> what are you trying to say there, QT? Jeez. Um, he, uh, QT says, "Oh, I want to face negative one in a match tonight, what? or else I'm going to go to negative one's locker room and rip up all the heads off of his toys." Wow! <laughs> I got that was funny. Then we hear Hangman Adam Page's music, and out he comes. And he and Evil Uno throw QT into the ring, and everybody beats up QT. And then Negative One gets the microphone, and it was kind of tough to hear what he said, but yeah. I believe he said that he would pin QT right now, but instead he's going to wait 
until he's 18 or 19. He or says 19. Teens. I'm sure the line was 18, but they he just doesn't yeah. remember the right number. That's all. Right. Right. So it doesn't matter, but if they pull it off, this will be the longest storyline ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Imagine that. 11 years from now. So. <clears throat> That'd be crazy. Uh, I've read some stuff offline. It seems like negative one is serious about becoming a pro wrestler well i mean right now that's what he wants to do he, anything you know, he's change, a kid though, yeah. he could I mean, change I his mind be a fireman right i mean yeah but i mean this is but the difference is this one's totally doable he could he could have a career and do whatever yeah. he wants yeah. if he's any good so yeah, yeah. there you yeah. go so there was that it was a bit of fun for the rochester yeah. crowd now out comes jim ross for the second hour of dynamite yeah and he tags in for shivani so out goes shivani we're going to keep Taz and lose Tony. Yeah. Now on the ramp, we see Penta Oscuro rise from behind his tombstone. <laughs> that was weird. Um, and Alex uh, Abrahantes and Ray Phoenix uh, uh, accompany him to the ring. <laughs> Alex Abrahantes is just funny the way he sort of bounces around like uh-huh. a junior high cheerleader. It's really He's funny. a cartoon. Yeah. I don't know why. It doesn't really fit in with this sort of dark, you know, <laughs> death triangle. Group, but it's, it's okay, though, because he's, you know. He's, he's a nice laugh. character. Yeah. Okay, match number three. Here it is. It's Penta Oscuro versus Roosh. Roosh. And so Roosh comes out to the ring with Jose and Andrade. Uh, we learn that Roosh likes to steal the masks from Fenix and Penta. Mm-hmm. And during the match, Alex and Jose have a cat fight outside the ring. They do. And nobody really cares. So they just let those two guys fight back to the locker. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah. This isn't really a great match. No, I and I expected it. this to um, be really good, and instead, it was a little bit, yeah. a little bit sloppy. And the ending is completely botched up. Like they're both standing yeah. there in like their own respective corners, and they're just like, wh- 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 "Who goes first? You go. I'm gonna go." It was awful. Right. I expected it to be better. Roosh wrestles in the WWE style. He's slow. He's, He's like Andrade. Yes, he does that. That Andrade. Yeah. Like just just his own pace or whatever, and that's fine oh. if they're in Gobernables and they're imitating Naito. But this is uh, I don't know. This is AEW. And we really needed you to step up. And Roosh is really yeah. good, but this didn't show yes. me how good he was. It had the match had saw, its moments, I, but you know yeah. I expected better. I think I saw Roosh in, in our Triple Mania event. I think we saw him there. Yeah, I haven't watched him anywhere else, but, <clears throat> yeah. but yeah, I liked him in that. Yep. Yep. Well, Roosh unties Penta's strings on his horse and the mask keeps coming off and Penta has to keep putting it back <laughs> on again. So <laughs> yeah. that's kind of weird. It, this turns into a chop fest. Um, Roosh does a top rope senton for a two count. I look pretty good. Penta gets the package pile driver, but um, Andrade puts Roosh's foot on the top rope, on the rope, on yeah. the top rope, just the bottom rope. And then Ray Fenix chases Andrade and the ref gets distracted by that. We get a low bro, a low blow from Roosh to mm. Penta. And he steals Penta's mask. One, two, three. Roosh wins. Mm. Yeah. Kind of cheesy not, ending, not but whatever. Yeah. I'm kind of we've had two stinkers in our matches tonight out of yeah. three. So that's kind of not, I don't like that. That's rare for uh, dynamite. Not, yeah. Right. We've got you guys got really good wrestlers. Let's let's have some really good matches. Yeah. Um, okay. Now we learn that Samoa Joe is going to defend the ROH TV title at the ROH pay-per-view called Death Before Dishonor yep. on July 23rd. Sure is. So we go backstage. We see Jay Lethal, Sanjay Dutt, and Satnam Singh. 
And they all say that Jay is going to be the new champion. Okay. okay. Now there's no ROH TV show, is there? There's nothing nope. that we can watch. So this is all their t- all their um, promotion and everything is being done through AEW. Yeah. yeah. So so all yeah. the build for this is just just here. This is ridiculous. I think somebody, I think Ian posted on the board something about this was a great episode of Ring of Honor Rampage. That was uh, for Rampage, right? Yeah. And it kind of was because yeah, yeah, it was pushing that pay per view and it was building those matches. So, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. What's what's next? Oh yeah, we're backstage with Smart Mark Sterling again. Oh great. Yep. Now this time, this makes even less sense than before. He says that Orange Cassidy is the last name they need on. Okay, a why would that be? Number one, so that story is dumb. Okay, it's dumb. Only Orange Cassidy can be the one who signs Makes no up. Sense. He's All focused, right. you know. Um, I'll go with it though. Orange says he doesn't sign anything without his lawyer present, and here here comes Danhausen. <laughs> And Danhausen has a piece of paper. And I think he's got a lawyer tie on. It's really funny. Um, uh, Tony Nice just shoves Danhausen back, and uh, he says, "We'll just make Orange sign this paper." Uh, and then I didn't mention, but the best friends are standing next to Orange Cassidy, and they're all wearing like full rainbow. Yeah, tie-dye they're full tie dye <laughs> outfits. Like they're t- they're Canadian. They awesome. It's like the hippie tuxedo yeah. or something. That's what this is. They look they look great, and they uh-huh. sort of act as security, and they push Tony Nice away gently, just kind of like <laughs> how security would be. You know, get back, step back. You know, give the man some room, yeah. that kind of thing. Uh, so Smart Mark says, "Hey, I propose a match on Rampage. Yeah, if Tony Nice beats Orange Cassidy." Orange has to sign the petition, but if Orange wins, then nothing. Uh, I hated it. Danhausen, yeah. Danhausen says, I have an idea, but he gives the same proposal. Yes. And so he's doing that joke, and that's funny. Danhausen, but yeah. whatever. He uses some lawyer words, which makes Smart Mark really frustrated. And then Orange Cassidy high fives the best friends lots of times. Right. So, so that's the end of that. Really, we are booking the main event of Rampage. To be a one-sided, obvious winner match where yeah. what's going to come of it is nothing. So don't be yeah. like WWE. Don't do stuff. Even if the, the gimmick yeah. to it is fun to get there, once the match comes, it's like no matter how good the match is, it's for nothing. So, right. Spoiler alert. The match is really good. but It's it great, but anything. it's for nothing, you know? Right. right. Yeah. Okay, let's see if we can pick it up, guys. This is match number four. This is an eight-man tag team Uh-oh. match. It is the Acclaimed and the Gun Club teaming together versus, what the heck, Roughing It. <laughs> Have you ever seen Roughing It before? I Okay, I knew that it was, you know, the the big country or bear country guys with Leon Ruffin. I didn't know it was a three-man team called Roughing It. Yes, and <laughs> one, guy, one guy tweeted at AEW and said something like, the guy who made that name up should get a raise. And Tony Khan said, I make enough money. So to- <laughs> TK himself has made up Roughing It. <laughs> roughing It. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. Uh, uh, and they're teaming with Fuego Del Sol. Of so course. There you go. Matt Caster comes down and he says, yo, yo, listen. And before he can say anything else, one of the gun boys grabs the microphone out of his hand. So, oh, we don't get no. a rap tonight. Aww. That's a bummer. Billy Gunn is wearing hot pink shoes because he he likes the acclaim more than his own his own sons. His own sons. Um, uh, gun club and acclaim, they don't get along anymore. 
And no. that makes me sad. I, I always like these guys. I, I wish they would have drawn that out a little bit more. You would think. Um, JR really annoys me on commentary. He keeps saying, yo, and listen. Yes, he's trying to rap and, and be like the kids. Uh, then it's between here and Rampage, he's just on fire with old manness. And then he's like, well, you know, I don't need to lie. Like, on, I'll say it now because so, I don't know if it's in my notes, but like during Rampage, during Orange Cassidy's match, you know, I don't like this guy. I don't like his gimmick. He's oh, doing yeah. the thing and they're not, they're selling it. We're just not selling it because he's getting hurt. He's selling it because it's a psychological game. And I didn't used to like this guy, but I like him now. And I, I don't know if you don't like him, then maybe you should get when the, the wrestling today. Cause it's, why don't you just come into the future? Yeah. It's the future. Oh my God, JR. <laughs> I, I can't wait to go to that restaurant. I want to go to that city. I got to get that restaurant. Go get that food. Oh my God. Calm F down. Yeah, it was that yeah, he's the, the whole time. A bigger Orange Cassidy fan than me now. <laughs> now why why are you okay, tagging why are you tagging in? Why are you in there in that ring? What a referee. Why is this referee so stupid? Oh, he's such a stooge. Oh, this referee's junk. <sighs> oh my god, JR, shut up. All we need is a few Jezebel references. Yep. And it's and complete. His journey through the dark side is complete. I, I know over. you're gonna yeah. you're gonna get yeah, you called you called Austin Colton. Don't, you're going to get in trouble. Oh, the internet's going to be mad at you. Oh, oh my God. Stop. <laughs> right. Yeah, anyway. In this match, we get a mic drop by Max, Max Caster, but then Colton Gunn tags in before the move, so Colton makes the cover and gets the pin. Uh, kind of stealing it from Max. Yes. After the match, uh, they argue. Uh, acclaimed and, and, and Gun Club start fighting. Start. They come to blows. Uh-oh. And Billy Gunn jumps in the ring, and he, he says... Knock it off. He takes his sons and throws them off of the acclaim. You get out of here, you guys. I don't like you anymore. He screams at his kids. And then finally the turn happens. <gasps> Billy turns around and he clotheslines uh, Max Caster. Uh, um, Bowens is like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And he asks Billy for the scissor. <laughs> scissor me, daddy, no. daddy gun or whatever he says. This was so sad. But Billy gives him, yeah, he gives him a famouser instead. Uh, and that made me sad. So yeah. that's the end of the fun team. Oh, um, well, but hopefully this makes the guns worth watching. I'm going to just yeah. keep a little bit of hope for that. We'll see. But this is the unofficial really... acclaimed face turn. So I'm very happy. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Good. Okay. Now we get a video interview with Miro and he talks about his rage with against uh, Malachi Black. So good. Yeah. I like Miro. Match number five. All right. This is a tag team match. It's Marina Shafir and Nyla Rose going up against a team called Thunderstorm. Eh. Thunder Rosa and Tony Storm. I wonder if Tony Khan made up that name too. Probably. Now, this was a decent match. I'll give credit uh, to these four women. I think they performed a lot better within a tag team. Than it was fine. Shafir is just still, them. to me, she doesn't know where she is half the time. That's all. She's She's got to stay in a tag team here until she can get yeah. her, her, her act together. <clears throat> Yeah. Um, Tony Storm, we've been real critical of her. She looks better in a tag team also yeah. as a wrestler. So I, I, I enjoyed this match. I liked it. Nyla attempts a Northern Lights suplex onto Storm, but Tony reverses that into a DDT, and Nyla goes careening and bouncing out of the ring Yeah, uh, with a lot of momentum. That was cool looking. Uh, then Tony does uh, some German suplexes onto Shafir, and Tony hits that hip attack oh. of Shafir's face in the Brutal. corner. That looks good. Uh, and then Thunderstorm, they do a double team on Shafir uh, with some kind of a spiking driver 
Um, you probably know the name of it, but I don't. Spiky and, Driver uh, and Thunderstorm just wins. Spiky I mean, that's driver. obvious that that's, yep. that's it. Thunderstorm wins, yeah. But I, you know, I wasn't really expecting much from this match, and it gave me more than I expected. So I was yeah. happy for that. Mm-hmm. Now, backstage, Tony Schiavone is there with Jade Cargill and Stokely Hathaway. Mm. And he brings out uh, Layla Gray. Stokely does. He brings out Layla Gray as the interim baddie. You know, we can have an interim <laughs> champion, so we can Why have not? an interim baddie. Why not? Thing. Yeah. We learned that he paid her $1,100 last week wow. to help Jade Cargill. That's an interesting amount. It seems like a lot just to, to help. More from Vince McMahon. Yeah. Oh, you stepped on my joke. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's in very poor taste. Oh. Um, uh, Jade is annoyed and Layla won't even acknowledge Stokely. So that kind of ends poorly for Stokely, but we'll see what yeah. happens down the road here. Okay. Uh, I think uh, at this point, Excalibur gives us a, a micro machines rundown of shows. And we learned that Wheeler Yuta is going to be defending the ROH pure championship yes. against Daniel Garcia. He sure is. At death before dishonor. The yep. ROH one. So that's good. I'm not, I'm not a Daniel Garcia fan, but I think I like this match. And that's the thing. Like, um, he's good, but is that, like, worth buying a pay-per-view? Like, this is – Tony has to understand that he is really dealing with a an audience within an audience within an audience of hardcore to watch this yeah. Ring of Honor product. So I don't see how this is going to be, like, money. I just don't see it. I don't know. you got to give me a better match than that. I, what? $45 for this or whatever it is. It's, I, I don't think it's even that much. Yeah. It might be between 30 and 40, but the the fact remains, I like Wheeler Yuta, but do I, I don't know if I care about that at all. So hmm. Hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Um, yeah. We'll Give me the rest yeah. of the card and we'll see, but I can guess a lot of it. Yeah. Like, can you guess? Um, uh, well now maybe not. Oh, yeah, now I don't know. We're going to find out another match here in just right, a second. Right, right, right. Um, uh, Daniel Garcia's there. He says, hey, Yuta, I put my foot on your neck, and I held your title above yeah. my head, and there wasn't anything you can do about it. You're not scaring anybody with that tough guy act. And then he goes, hey, death before dishonor, give me a shot at the title. But so, you already got a shot at yeah, the title. Yeah, they, so they, they played those backwards. So, they yeah, they got those in the wrong Oops. order. But then also, um, he's he's like... He basically should say, my gimmick is broken because I'm supposed to be a sports entertainer, but now Tony Khan is yeah. for, is re- positioning me as a professional wrestler in Ring of Honor. So what is it? Which one is it? Pick. Pick one because you can't have both. Yeah. So, right. yep. Yeah. I really want to care about Ring of Honor, but they're not making me care at all. So, oh well. After our commercial break, we get a, another segment backstage. This time it's with FTR. They're carrying the AAA, ROH, and IWGP championships. So they have a lot of gold here. Cash Wheeler says, you know what? Some people say that we're, some people still say we're not the best in the world. So here's what we want to do. We want to fight the Briscoes again at Death Before Dishonor. And we will put up the ROH. Okay. So I guess, yeah. So I guess when that'll be enough for some people. Yeah. Problem is I've seen it already and it'll be good. Yeah, it was fun. But again, will it be... $30 30 or $40 worth of fun. I don't know, especially when you just sold me two AEW pay-per-views two months in a row. So I just spent a hundred nice. bucks on AEW and New Japan. Yeah. I don't know if I'm ready to spend another $40 or whatever. So that that's my 
take on this yeah. is that Tony's really asking a lot at this point. So we'll right. see. Right. I agree. Main event time. This is the sixth match. This is for the AEW interim world championship match. It's Brody King versus John Moxley. Uh, uh, Lord William Stephen Regal takes a seat <laughs> at the commentary table yes. for this match. And this one's going to be a slugfest. Uh, oh, look there in the front row. It's Kip Sabian with a box on his head. Still, um, when is he going to pop out? I thought, well, did you see the shot of him standing behind Moxley, like staring at him? I thought that was going to be a thing. Yeah. But it wasn't. I thought we were going to have it. They're just mm. teasing us every time. With this. I guess. But is everyone, so anyone going to even remember who he is when he comes back? Well, maybe they'll do over. Uh, give us a way to remember. But AEW uh, fans are pretty smart. We'll remember. Okay. We'll do it. Um, during the picture in picture, <laughs> Regal tells Taz to call him Mr. Regal, hmm. um, which is pretty funny. Taz finally says, okay, fine. Um, and then also we get two or three of the loudest knife edge chops I've ever heard in yeah. my life from Brody King to Moxley. Holy moly, those were loud. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a, this is a hard hitting match slugfest. Like I said, they both land some really good moves until Moxley wins with the bulldog choke. He makes Brody King pass yeah, out. So he passed out. And this went defense. This went overtime. They were like they was they were like two minutes over. So Yeah. Yeah, they kept saying it again and again. Hey guys, don't set your DVRs and all that. Like if you're not home, you can't set your Yeah, DVR. how can you we'll set your DVR saying. if you watch never mind. That's a paradox. <laughs> Have you never used technology before. It uh, just doesn't work that way. They weren't thinking. So that's oh, wow. the end of the show. But then wait, out comes Malachi Black to console Brody lo- uh, after the loss. Yeah. And then out comes Darby Allen and Sting. Uh, Darby approaches Brody and claps his hands and he says, uh, you know, Brody, I don't care what anybody says. You showed you belong in AEW and you've earned it. And Darby offers a handshake to Brody, but Brody just walks by him. This was only, uh, I think this was only in the Canadian version because I didn't get that. Yeah. Yeah. If you watched on... Because they fade to black and then they turn it back on again and then you can right. see. Right. Yeah. I didn't uh, get that happened. because you watched the right the fight version or whatever. So. Right. Right. Yep. Yeah. So. Um, but I think they also put it on YouTube later on. So you I'm sure they see. did. But I'm saying it, was, it wasn't it was canon yeah. as far as my viewing went. <laughs> right. My viewing, it went right, right into the next show and that was the end of that. So. Yes. Oh, you well. got to see Law and Order or whatever <clears throat> came on after. Or whatever turd um, was on after that. Not that Law and yeah. Order is a turd. But shall I read emails? Yes. Okay. This one says something. AW Dynamite Combat Club. It's from Octopus Mask. It says Blackpool Combat Club needs one more new member. Here's why. Oh, he wants LIJ against Blackpool Combat Club for next year's Forbidden Door. Because there would be Naito on one side, Moxley on the other, Shingo, then Brian. Uh, Sonata, Claudio, Hiromu, Yuta Wheeler, Bushi, and someone. So he's saying maybe uh-huh. uh, Shooter, Umino. But, uh, oh, and then yeah. he says, P.S. Plug, 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 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo. Yeah, so yes. listen listen to the latest episode. If you have $10 Time Machine on Patreon, uh, you can get the latest episode of 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo Fan, where we dissect the 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo <laughs> uh, television program. And... Um, bit by bit and it is some amazing watching and reviewing so you guys have put more thought into these episodes more than even the writers oh way more so so much more um (laughs) i love it unmasked mask man writes in and says first everybody loves the acclaimed but with them and the butt boys started 
when when they started with the butt boys i wanted to poo on it but it's been in poo butt but it's been incredible like larry and you said the ability for aew to build mid slash lower card talent has been amazing second um oh this is this is nice he said i wanted to sh- i wanted to say how much you all mean to me oh so that's nice Aww. he says he says you guys sure have me, me peeing my pants uh laughing and uh you guys are the longest running thing for a reason keep it up thank you right. um i personally like the smart gilligan island fan episode last week that was did you love that, that was, where we where we took turns i enjoyed that Guessing how many sociopaths were on the island. And- I had no idea. Oh, there were way more than we said. We just said who we thought of. I'm yeah. sure, yeah. yeah. When you when you mentioned them, I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that guy. But I would have never remembered it otherwise. So yeah. I was I was very impressed. Yeah. And then you singing the, the, the pre- Oh, the, the, pi- the original pilot theme song. Yeah. Did you even believe yeah. that was real? Did you look it up? I did not look it up, but I believed you. Wow. Everybody should go look that up. I didn't up. know that it was originally some, what was it, high school teachers and something else? Yeah, high school teacher and two secretaries instead of a uh, professor yeah. and a uh, movie star and a, and a farmer. Yeah. 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 It was the original version. Good stuff. <sighs> there you go. Now we're plugging last week's show, but that's good. I know. I'm doing smart wrestling, smart, smart wrestling fan, fan show or whatever it's yep. called. It's so meta. Uh, I forgot to laugh. So now I'm going to do SmackDown, sadly. We are live from Fort Worth, Texas. And oh my God, no football head. I can't believe it. I got so lucky <laughs> this week. Larry's in Christmas in July and I have no football head. I could, I was like so happy. And then I watched SmackDown and I was so sad. So oh, yeah. That ruined that. So Corey Graves is there with Cole instead. Tonight, the graphic says SmackDown tonight, live in the moment. What? Okay. And then <laughs> Drew versus Sheamus tonight. Remember this. They're advertising. They've been advertising this yeah. all day on Twitter, and now they're saying tonight is Drew versus Sheamus. The winner gets a title shot at Hassel in the Castle in September. So first of all, we're booking through yeah. SummerSlam. Second of all, they are telling us what the main event is right now. They wouldn't possibly lie about that, would they? Would no. they? Never. Never. Roman yes. Reigns. No, they wouldn't do that. Roman Reigns comes out with the Usos and Paul Heyman. Theory is standing on the stage. We are 10 minutes into the show and no one has said a word. And Cole goes, is Theory going to cash in? First of all, why would he do that? We're, we, there's like Usos are right there. Why Why would he? Why? And then we go to break. Is this a joke? And when, yes. we, when we come back, Theory is gone. So WWE are just liars. And I didn't even mm-hmm. know the lie they made of the only match they announced tonight. That that was a lie. I didn't know that yet. So... I already wrote that they're liars, but now they're double liars. So Roman Reigns talks. Why is there a sign that says it's poop again? What is that sign? <laughs> and if if you have that sign, why are you going to SmackDown? Like, why would you do that? Uh-oh. Paul Heyman looks upset and Reigns says, there's no reason to be worried, wise man. Why are you why are you shaking? And Heyman is like, we have a problem. And that problem's name is Brock Lesnar. This feels like a rerun. Didn't we do this like a million times already? And then it's yes. what side is Heyman on us? We did this already. And it's a rematch we've seen a dozen times. Brock and Reigns. Mm-hmm. And they're saying this is their last match ever. Sure it is. 
I believe that. Mm -hmm. Heyman says this, though. He says, I'm worried because pinning Brock for three seconds is one thing, but keeping him down for 10 seconds in a last man standing match in his last chance against you, Reigns, that's a whole other thing. So Theory comes out again and Cole's like, is Theory, is he cashing in? Yes, stupid. He's cashing in with Roman fresh in the ring and the Usos standing there protecting him. This show is stupid. Guess what happens with Theory? Guess. Nothing. Nothing. You're right. Nothing. Nothing. That's it. That's the segment. (laughs) (sighs) I've already wasted a half an hour of my life on this SmackDown. Now the new vicious Viking Raiders come out. So I'm going to count how many times they can say new vicious Viking Raiders. So one, two, (laughs) three times. The matches Viking Raiders against already halfway to the ring. Jinder and Shanky four times. They said it. Um, Squash. Gender's pinned with a power bomb. It's not even a finisher. Remember? 72 seconds. Wow. Remember when Gender was uh, world champ? Yep, me too. Um, five times they said it. Uh, beat down by Vikings. New Day come out at full annoying mode. They're at yes. like maximum. Remember when they were at maximum annoying mode like years ago? And they would say just the dumbest stuff and like there was no content. They would just come out and say what they thought were jokes. Well... Right. They're trying that this time because Woods says some words and it's not even a joke and he thinks it's a joke. But then he says that beatdowns don't count toward the official record. So the Vikings never beat them, but they have beatdown tickets. And so that they're going to beat the Raiders up and that's going to be official. What are we watching? I don't know. They try to fight the new vicious Viking Raiders six times, by the way, and they get beat up. So um, New Day gets pummeled. And yes, they said new vicious Viking Raiders six times. That's good. Wow. Yep. Cole says, okay, Cole says football head isn't here because at Money in the Bank, Corbin beat him up. Why would he be out for a week because of that? Because did you see the pictures? He sure did go to UFC that same night and not the hospital. And he wore a neck brace to like keep kayfabe. But Mm -hmm. if he could go to UFC in a neck brace, why couldn't he? Okay. Yeah. But then they tell us he's golfing. Then he's golfing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Horrible. Corbin joins commentary. Now Gunter comes out with Ludwig Kaiserman. Okay. Um, That's what I was curious about. The super Nazi. I remember his name. I was calling calling him Nazi Blackheart. Yes. Because I couldn't remember his name. Wow. That's good. Oh my God, that's good. <laughs> I don't know where else to go with that one, but it's good. Um, yeah, it's Lud- Ludwig Kaiser is what they're calling him. Um, there it is, Ludwig Kaiser. Okay. And Cole asks, will we have an open challenge next? Let me tell you this. There's an open <laughs> challenge promised tonight and there's one promised on Raw. Out of those two, how many did we get? Zero. Zero. I swear to God, raw just WWE sucks. Um, so Ludwig says there's nobody worthy of facing Gunter, and nobody in the crowd is worthy of seeing Gunter even wrestle. But in your country, I guess it's customary to do open challenges. Gunter grabs the mic and he says, "Any champion who defends his championship against a man he doesn't know is a fool." Well, now we're have a truth-telling right. heel here. He's right. Yeah. So okay. So Nakamura comes out, and this is my absolute favorite part of the show. Corbin 
Happy Corbin imitates football head and he's like Nakamura woo 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 Nakamura woo and he's rolling around and flailing around in the announce table and being a fool it is amazing I loved that woo look at me look at me Nakamura I love Nakamura woo and he plays air guitar with Corey Graves and it's just wow even gets Graves to get up on the desk together oh man I just funny amazing I'm, I'm gonna pause. Pa- gonna- just watch that part and then turn the rest off. <laughs> I'm gonna pause right here until with SmackDown review, and I'm gonna tell people what's the deal with with Footballhead. Some people are like, "Why do you hate him so much?" And I'm gonna explain oh, yeah. it right now. Here's the thing: Footballhead is really fun, and he's crazy. And he's like you or what like you, he's like how you want to be or wish you could be. You wish that at your job, you could just jump on a table and dance and scream and say whatever you want and be a goof the entire time you're at work. Of course, people would want to do that. But here's the thing. You don't watch SmackDown every week. You don't. I promise you, whoever's listening to this, you don't watch SmackDown every week. I do. So here's the thing. No matter how fun Football Head is, we listen to him and we get annoyed because we watch the product. You don't. And when you don't, here's the thing. My my uncle, um, my uncle Mello will say, my uncle Mello's super fun. He'll he'll come over and he'll get drunk and eat pizza and throw food around. He acts like a chimpanzee throwing his own poop. And it's really funny. And it's fun to do that during a pay-per-view once or something. Now move in with Uncle Mello. You move in with him and see what happens. You're going to be standing there. You're going to be like, yeah, yeah, Mello, this is awesome. Woo, woo. Oh, we're having so much fun. Eight hours later. Okay, Mello. Okay. (laughs) Don't throw any more. Okay. Yep. Okay. Get off the cat. Okay. Don't pee on the couch. Okay, no, don't throw any more pizza at my head. Oh, oh, you got me. Okay, okay, I'm trying to watch yeah. this. No, I'm trying to watch this show. Can you just keep it down? Just a little? Can you keep it down? I know you're having fun. You're Oh, you're so much fun. Just can you keep it down just a little? No? Oh, okay. All right. Okay, I got to go, go to bed now. I can't. Oh, you're just jumping on the bed while I'm trying to sleep. Okay. Um. All right. All right, well, you just, oh, you won't stop jumping. Oh, you're, now you're pooping on the bed. Oh, God. Okay, I'm going to go <laughs> sleep downstairs. Oh, you're following me. Okay. Oh, oh, you're dump, dumping out a bunch of toys in the middle of the night. What, what, why are you playing with toys, Uncle Mello? Okay, just, uh, just stop. Do you want to live with Football Head? Yeah. Because we do. Yeah. We watch all of his, every word that comes out of his mouth, we listen to. And you don't. You move in with him and tell me how much fun you're having. Yeah. So F you if you and say football head's your favorite thing. Because you are a freaking liar if you tell me you're watching all the product. You watch them once a year or whatever, twice a year. You watch like four times a year. You watch them on like Money in the Bank, WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, whatever. He's your favorite. You watch him in a YouTube clip. Oh, he's your favorite. You move in with that effer and you tell me how much you like him still. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you. I needed and to, to add say to that. Your little- uh, illustration there your uncle Mello just kind of like sits down at the piano and starts playing it and he's actually pretty good at playing piano <gasps> wow and you think 
hey, Uncle Mello, just play piano and don't right. do anything else. And he throws a pie in your face and poops on your bed. And yeah, yeah. And then he jumps on the piano and breaks it. <sighs> as, a, as, a, as a wrestler or sports entertainer, football head is decent yep. for being as green as he is. I like it. But on commentary, he's the worst thing that I can remember in a long, long time, if not ever. Yep. And I don't watch every week. I, I only watch when I have to. Yep. And I still can't stand it. Yep. Yep. So, so, yeah. I yeah. don't know. Maybe eight-year-old kids like him. I don't know. Maybe that's what it is. Again, have those eight-year-old kids hang around that guy for all the time and see how much they like him. They're like, oh, I'm trying to sleep. And he's like, woo, 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 and throwing stuff at their head the whole time. Yep. Have fun with that. Okay, so Nakamura says, I challenge you right now. And I'm like, oh, oh, we're going to get a non-title match with... No, when we come back from break... It's for some reason Ludwig Kaiser against Nakamura. What? Oh boy. That's not anything. Kinshasa and Nakamura wins. Big deal. That's you didn't beat Gunter or anything. Gunter yells at Ludwig and he says, Get up, you are a failure. And he gives him a big chop. And the crowd chants USA. Who are they chanting for here? I no Nakamura? Or Ludwig Kaiser? No. Or Gunter? Which one of these no. guys is from the USA? I don't know. None. Um they're chanting USA, two more big chops and that's it. So Ludwig is now Gunter's punching bag. So that's that. They're chanting for Fort Worth, Texas. That's what they're chanting. Oh, okay. That sounds racist. Uh, Liv Morgan comes out. Cole goes into the ring to interview her. He says, there might be a rematch with Ronda Rousey at SummerSlam. What? What is this might stuff? Why not just say it's okay? Liv says, I dreamed about and work for this title my whole life. Yes, the title didn't exist. You, you, really. She says, as John Cena says, never give up because I am playing wrestler and I just quote other wrestlers. Natalia comes out. She says really annoying stuff. Ronda Rousey comes out. She phones it in completely. She says, do you guys want to see me beat the credit out of Natty or another CR word? What line is, who wrote that? Who would say that? No one talks like this. CR words. I love CR words. That's great. What's a CR word? Oh, you mean crap. That's a C word. CR. They both start with CR. I'm so smart. Natalia jumps uh, Rhonda or Liv. Rhonda. And then Liv gets right in Natalia. And then like it looks like there's going to be a thing with Rhonda and Liv. No, it's nothing. We just go to break. That's it. There is now a promo for Raw. Okay, I wrote, how many of these will actually happen? Here's the matches. Lashley does an open challenge for the U.S. title. Did we get that? Uh, No, we did not. Theory against Riddle. Did we get that? Nope. Nope. Okay, just checking. So nothing they advertised we got. Except for Brock is on Raw, but that's not a match. So whatever. Natalia against Ronda for some reason. What? What is this? Natalia hobbles up the ramp with the worst selling I've seen in a while. Ankle lock. Mm-hmm. Natalia taps like a jobber. Why? Yeah. What is so what? 
two minutes and 17 seconds. Remember that Natalia tap, taps like a jobber because we'll find out something later. Backstage, a robot interviews Drew McIntyre. And on my feed, at least, they bleep out when she says brawling brutes. She goes brawling and then they bleep out the word brutes. Why? What'd they think she was going to say? It's mm. a BR word, not a CR word. Ah. And Drew says, I'm going to win tonight and be at the Clash of the Castle hassle. They get Maximum Male Model set already. Max Dupree comes out. Dupree. Sorry, whatever. 2022 Tennis Collection. So Masse comes out first. He poses and stuff with a tennis racket. Mansois comes out. Cole? Oh my god. Cole asked Graves, are you going to order any of these clothes from the catalog? And Graves doesn't even make a catalog joke like that. What is this? The, the 1980s or something. Right, right. Oh my God, this is the best part. Max does a recruitment thing on, he says, go to MaximumMaleModels.com and see if you've got what it takes, apply to be one of the models. If you go there, do you know what it says? No. It basically is a big thing that says, this is fake. I will read what it says. Yeah, please go there, right? All right, I'm there now. Now see at the bottom, the, the button. Yeah. I want you to click it and read what it says. Okay, clicking it. Maximum Male Models. This website is intended for your entertainment purposes only. WWE is not a modeling agency, and we will not be reviewing or considering any submissions for actual model assignments, employment, or calls. If you want to continue anyway to have some fun, please proceed. So basically, what they're not telling you is there's a place to send in a picture here. They're going to put pictures of like overweight people and like jokes and stuff. They're going to use this. Tell me they're not going to Velveteen Dreams account. Oh, but in all seriousness, this is, yeah. (laughs) Oh, no, because it says you confirm you're over 13, so they won't go to him. Oh, my God. That's horrible. (sighs) Allegedly. Allegedly. So there you go. Fake website. That's great. (laughs) You be quiet over there. I heard that. Yeah, it's fake. Yep. Backstage interview with... Upload full body photo. Yep. See, they want exact... You know what they're looking for. So do I. <laughs> There's going to be the picture of the guy with his gut hanging out. It's, it's going to be there. They're going to do it. Why Why can they spend time creating this, but they can't freaking give us interesting I know. wrestling show? Because they, want, they think it's funny to mock people's bodies. Yeah. Yep. Backstage interview with Theory. He's, oh my God, he's so dumb. He says, I'd like to cash in on Brock at SummerSlam, but maybe I'll cash in on Roman Reigns. It's not your choice, idiot. If you said you're cashing in after the last man standing match and you're going to cash in on the champ, then you're cashing in on whoever's ever champ. It's not your choice. Maybe I'll yeah. do this, but maybe I'll do this. Is this, sir, do they think ever when they write this stuff? No, they don't consider grammar and things like that. But this is just pure logic. This is he's, he's going to beat the credit out of somebody with the other CR word. So then he says, I didn't even understand the sentence. Roman Reigns is screwed. Either Brock's going to beat him or I'm going to beat him. And that goes the same for Brock. What? <laughs> that was a walking. Oh, my God, it right was. There. Oh, that should was I good. do that then? I'm going to do it. Okay, yeah, do it. Do it. Yeah. Roman Reigns is screwed. Either Brock's going to beat him or. Or I'm going to beat him. And that goes the same for Brock. 
Okay. So Madcap, okay, so Theory leaves and Madcap Moss comes in and he says, I want to shove stuff in Theory's mouth. I, I can't watch the SmackDown anymore. I can't. I can't. <laughs> oh, Madcap. I can't do it. What are you doing? I can't That's do it. That's his only line on the whole show. His only line in this yes. two hour torture he, fest. And he means, yeah, he the briefcase. I know, the briefcase, because it's big. Because there is a big mouth. Wow, that's great. So I'm like, what music is this playing? I don't know it. I do not know this. It's Aaliyah. Oh. So the match, they have they have the graphic up. It's supposed to be Aaliyah and Racist Lacey against Shayna. Mm-hmm. And now, oh no, now her name's Nazi Blackheart because you said that, but that's horrible. Unless we find out she is a Nazi. I don't think she is though. Um, Lacey comes out and she goes hmm, that was not a good entrance. And she leaves because the crowd isn't loud enough. And then they replay her music and she comes back out and she goes, that is not good. I will leave again. So they play her music a third time. So yes, they, why did they wait so long to pull the trigger? But yes, she's a heel. So yeah. And Graves is saying she deserves a better response. So yeah. Now when she comes out the third time, they play fake booze mixed with the crowd yep. m- noise, and then the sound abruptly changes when they cut it off too early. <laughs> go back and listen. This is embarrassing. Yeah, so nobody's going to go back and listen. No, don't do it. No. Lacey gets on the mic. Now she gets booed. She says, I need, oh my God, this is her line. I need to say how completely disgusted I am from you guys. What? She's terrible. She says, don't you know who I am and what I've been through? Look at women like me. It bothers you how weak you are. This is awful. Then she says in third person, Lacey Evans gets a standing ovation. Who wrote this? Then she says, you all can't stand up because you eat pulled pork. You are disgusting. I thought it was supposed to be easier being a heel than a face. But not for her, apparently, unless she's playing a racist Southern Belle. She's not even she wasn't even good at that. But she tries to leave. And Aaliyah's like, hey, we have a tag team match next. And Lacey punches her and they play more fake boos like it was such a loud fake boo. And then she she should just bring her daughter out in blackface and say, hey, there's nothing wrong with this. Nothing wrong with this. She's playing a cartoon. So. Right. Oh, my God. So Aaliyah and racist Lacey against nobody isn't even a match. That was just a complete lie. It was just made yeah. up. Total lie. Yeah. Usos come yeah. out again. And that's all there is. Did your TV turn into an AM radio station for some reason when the Usos came out? No. I, not that I noticed. Mine cut to this weird, like, really low quality clip. And then it cut back. And I thought that that was maybe oh, my yeah, buffering yeah. or something. It was but just I re- for like a second or two, wasn't it? For Money in the Bank replay. Yeah. 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 What was that? I don't know. That was weird. Maybe Already they pushed the wrong button for fake crowd noise. And that's what I bet they, that's what happened. It exploded. Already in progress, Usos against Already in the Ring. Los Lotharios. Wow. Cole oh, says, man. this is a championship match. No, it's not a championship match. <laughs> And then by the time he's done saying that, the Usos already won in a squash. They get interviewed in the ring, and Kayla says, your victory at SummerSlam was not actually real. Look at this replay of Montez Ford getting his shoulder up or having it up the whole time. She says, 
You got away with cheating. What the F that is this? That was the stupidest thing. What was? What is the script? Who wrote this? What the F is this? How in Who any world, in any world, would that be cheating? Even the Us, even as dumb as the Usos are, they say, that's not us. That's the ref's fault. Yeah. How would that? How was that cheating? Come Kayla's on, line was, that was cheating. <laughs> I, I, they think it's we're for eight-year-olds, I'm telling yep, you. It is. Kayla says- That's what an eight-year-old would say, you cheated. Right. And it's like, no, really, that didn't happen. There's video of it. Kayla says there's rumors of a special guest referee at SummerSlam. Because remember, they forgot to do the stipulation at Money in the Bank. So the Usos want Reigns to be the referee? Yeah, he has nothing going on at SummerSlam. Just the last man standing match against Brock Lesnar. Why would he be the referee? This is stupid. So Drew McIntyre comes out. And that's it. The Usos just disappear. So next week, we have a championship. Yeah, I know. Championship contenders match. Liv against Natalia. Didn't Natalia just job out to Ronda in like two minutes? Yes. Why would she get a title shot? Contenders thing. And Madcap against Theory. That sounds abysmal. That Why would anyone tune in for that? Madcap He's against Theory. Put that briefcase in his mouth, you see. I guess so. He said it. Brawling Brutes come out. Seamus says, I'm sick tonight. <laughs> I. He says this. I can't make this up. I hope I don't have a dose of the old COVIDs. What? Is this a joke? That's funny. And he's coughing on people as he says this. Yeah. That's not funny. That's something that's that's something to make fun of. COVID. Nobody yeah. died from that. Not at all. You know what? Main event. Winner gets a shot at Hassel at the castle. They get a title match. Drew against Sheamus. Nope. They've been advertising this all day and for two hours on SmackDown. The match isn't even real. Sheamus says he might be sick. Then he says he was kidding. It's Drew against Butch. Claymore, Drew wins, Ridge goes in to attack Drew, but Drew kills him. Sheamus goes to run in the ring, and we ignore it and go to replay, so we never knew what happened there. But Drew grabs his stupid sword and chops the top rope off, and he makes fire come out of the ring post like Kane, and SmackDown just goes off the air, and we don't even have a resolution to that. Yeah. Wow. Like every time Drew does this with his stupid sword, he bends the crap out of it. So it looks just weak. Yep. His sword is just. It's, gar- it's garbage. And this. Wow. I did do some timings, Joe. And in this two hour show, we yeah, had please. exactly 10 minutes of wrestling. Oh, that's horrible. No match was longer than three minutes of television time. That's pathetic. What a way. And all night they promised um, a number one contenders match. Wow. Okay. We didn't even get it. They said a tag match. We didn't get that. They promised two matches on Raw. We didn't get either of those. What? Why, why, why do we watch this? What is it? Who is this for? It's not for us, but I guess we're doing a public service or something. So patreon.com slash smart wrestling fan. If you want to help us support our public service so we can get, at least get paid for it. You know, can we do that? I will not yeah. stop I'll until we all get donations to Joe. If you donate money to the Hum Nama Hum part of this, I will just turn it right over to Joe. <laughs> you can you can also donate to Hum Nama Hum if you want to. Um, no, so no, give it to Joe. I'll just end up giving it to him anyway. But um, uh, yeah, I, I can't I can't anymore. Let's do let's do Rampage. I hate this. All those SmackDown emails. That not one because week? no one watches that. Okay. Like I said, they just all love Uncle Mello because they don't they don't live with him or watch him every day. 
They watch a YouTube clip and they think he's hilarious because he danced on the, he, he went up on the table, went ooh, 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 and acted like an ape and, and danced on the table and made Cole blush. And they're like, that's my favorite guy. <laughs> Swear to God. Rampage. Get you some, get some football head therapy. I know. Yeah, I think. Yes. <sighs> time for Rampage. July 8th from, again, the Blue the Blue Cross Arena in Rochester, New York. Because, mm. you know, they taped this right after Dynamite. So that's why. Yes. On commentary, we've got Jim Ross, Excalibur, and Tony Schiavone. And, oh, wow, look at this. We're starting right away with a match. Yeah. 30 second, 36 seconds into the broadcast. Now, if you compare that to SmackDown, where we had to wait 21 minutes and 16 seconds mm. before we got a match, there you go. Not that we're comparing the two. Match number know. one. And we get something like this. Eddie Kingston versus Konosuke Takeshita. Awesome. I said I wanted more of Takeshita and they listened to me personally and they gave it to us. So th- you're welcome, everybody. You get Takeshita because I said so. Yep. Eddie wants a clean break on the ropes, but Takeshita just punches him in the gut Love instead. It. Yep. And now we learn that Eddie's lower back is all taped up. Yep. So it hurts extra bad. Mm-hmm. And now this match goes to strong style. They trade suplexes and stiff kicks in the ring. We uh, Takeshita does some German suplexes to Eddie on the apron. Well, one of them anyway. And then Eddie does an exploder suplex to Takeshita on the floor. Uh, killing each other. They both make it back into the ring at the nine count. Well, look at this. Eddie does a Liger bomb, and that gets a two count. Yeah. And this match at this point is already longer than all the wrestling combined on SmackDown. Yeah. So there you have it. Takeshita now does two stiff forearms. And a great brain buster to Eddie. Oh, it's lovely. Yeah. Uh, uh, Now they're on their knees facing each other in the ring and they they trade forearms and the crowd is dead, but I know why it's because dynamite was. Yeah. They're just tired. tired. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So that's fine. I wish they were more into this because these guys deserve a better response. Um, There's a few strong back fists and knee strikes. And then finally just, uh, Eddie does one more back fist and just kind of falls on Takeshita's I like that finish. Belly. Yeah. And one, two, three, Eddie Kingston wins. Good stuff. So, and do you see that for Dynamite, stuff. we're already advertising Moxley against Takeshita at Fighter Fest? Oh, fantastic. Yep. Can't wait. I want that. Yep. More Takeshita. Let's just yeah. keep him in the States. He could be on every um, week and have an amazing match there. every week. Yeah. Every week. Yep. Okay. After that. We get um, some backstage pre-recorded comments from Athena and Chris Statlander as they berate Jade Cargill, and they just want a shot at the TBS title. So, okay, we hope you get it. They're mad because Jade's fighting people that don't deserve it, and they are in line waiting. Yeah. Now we get a commercial for Hook. Wow, that's weird. Um, I'm going to read an email then. Okay. It's from the stocky gentleman. It says, do you know why the Rampage is doing so goods? It's because, like the Stranger Guys and the Little Yoda, Rampage has a hook. Did you know that I made the hooks? Me and my, me and his moms did. Oh my God, I almost said me and my moms did. That's bad. <laughs> I gave her the old, oh, I can't read this. I, I'm going to read it anyway. I can read it. I gave her the old Karajime, if you know what that means. I say, wink. Uh, we, we tried to make a second hooks. But like all, all the indie kids I could offer was a bunch of flippy floppy. 
Oh, 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 like the indie kids. Oh, God. Ew. I read, okay, I read that wrong and I'm glad oh, I did. You read that part. I, I, yeah, but I read it wrong and I'm glad I read it wrong. Watch the hooks on Friday. That's from Taz and the stocky oh, gentleman. Okay. Oh, my God. Flippy floppy. Yuck. Why did I read that? Okay. <laughs> Good job, Joe. That's I like Tony Schiavone's microphone. Okay. All right. <laughs> I want to talk about this next match, match because um Tony Khan did copy paste high five tonight. Yeah, he kind of did. He so did. It it's a tag team match. We're gonna get Gates of Agony, which is Khan and Toa Leona. Yep. And they're going to fight against Lee Moriarty, teaming up with Jonathan Gresham. Hmm. Okay. Now, those two guys, Moriarty and Gresham, have had some bad blood because of, uh, uh, you know, this. they want the title, that uh, that ROH title. Lee Moriarty wants the Ring of Agony Honor title, and Gresham doesn't want to give it to him. Yeah. And he's like, I'll give you a match yeah. later. So, yeah. 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 Uh, Gates of Agony, they come out with Tully Blanchard. Because um, they're part of the the Tully Brigade or whatever his thing is called. <laughs> Tully Blanchard um, Enterprises. Tully Brigade is better though. That's the Tully Brigade. Jonathan Gresham, of course, is the ROH World Champion, and he's been such for 209 days. Yep. Uh, and Gates of Agony attack their opponents before the bell rings. Ooh. They beat up Moriarty for a long time. Okay. Yep. Like that they're beating up Moriarty. Yep. And when he goes to tag out, Gresham is distracted. By Tully. So, oh, but in a way that looked way. so fake, like, oh, there's something wrong yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. Something's <clears throat> happening here. Um, and, you know, you think it's probably just Gresham being a jerk to Moriarty because they have a match coming up, probably. Um, but the Moriarty, thing is, that match, no, I don't think that match was booked yet. <coughs> no, but, you know, you could kind of see it happen. There was a challenge, but he never. there never was a match, though. Yeah, yeah. Excuse me. During the picture-in-picture, picture, Moriarty just suffers that whole time. Yeah. And finally, Moriarty tags in Gresham. But wait, Gresham pulls his hand back. At the yeah, there's never a tag. I don't think I don't Moriarty. think Gresham wrestled no tag. in this match because of no, the, the swerve. So, no. The whole match was, uh, was Moriarty. So good. Gresham never fought uh, the Gates of Agony. Yeah. Now... Gresham goes out and he hugs Tully Blanchard. Uh oh. So we've learned that he's joined the Blanchard bunch or whatever yep. I call it. Mm-hmm. Um, Gates of Agony beat up Moriarty and then they pin him. So at least we didn't have Gresham and Gates of Agony beating each other up. And right. They Gresham did it smart. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's how that ends. But you at least don't want to copy paste that and have a different match that's exactly like that, would you? Oh, wait. Should not do that. We don't need to have more than one turn during an attacking match per night. All right. Next segment. This is backstage with Eddie Kingston. And here it is. He says, thank you, Takeshita. You're the future and I respect you. And now he starts crying because of what uh, Chris Jericho and uh, Taikonti did to Ruby. Uh, And so now he's going to make Jericho bleed for that. Ruby, don't put your hand in a car door and it won't get smashed. Yeah. JR says, Ruby, don't take your car door to town or whatever. (laughs) Uh, Eddie wants a barbed wire match of some kind with Chris Jericho. Oh, boy. Eddie Eddie likes to bleed. And he's going to get it because guess what? It is booked for Shark Week. So let me tell everybody right now. I'm not making this up. It's Shark Week. 
And if you know what Shark Week is, they always have that uh, Animal Planet Shark Week where they have all shark shows. But yeah, for Shark Week, yes. there's going to be a barbed wire match between Jericho and Eddie Kingston with the rest of the Jericho Appreciation Society in a shark cage. <laughs> and the graphic made it well, look like you. the match was underwater, which was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Underwater barbed wire match. Ooh, mm-hmm. That'd be messy. Yes. Those wounds would never close. No. All right. Match number three. This is a tag team match. Um, certainly this will end cleanly and without any problems. Oh, no. This is going to be Serena Deeb teaming up with Mercedes Martinez, and they're going to fight that hot team of Kayla Sparks and Christina Marie. Already in the ring. Yeah. Already in the ring. All right. <laughs> Mercedes, as you know, is the ROH Women's World I don't champion. think most people know that, though. Well, I'm saying that kind of sarcastically. I know. She's all smiles as she walks to the ring, and I hate that. I don't want to ever see Mercedes smile. She Not should be she just the killer. Smile, she doesn't need to I smile. Like yeah. yeah. Yeah, she should be just nasty. Yeah. Um, she has a nice smile, but I don't want to. But that's not the point. She should be a killer. That's all. No. Not that you can't right. smile when you kill. Serena. But, yeah, that's yeah. all. Serena in this match is vicious, and it's great. And the story here is that Serena is trying to teach Mercedes how to be more brutal and more cruel to her opponents, hmm. which I like that. I haven't seen that very often, but I like that, here, yeah. especially from Serena. I Man, I just really like Serena a lot. She's been getting um, really, really good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She puts the Serenity Lock. This is Serena. She puts the Serenity Lock onto one of the Spark Marie girls. I don't know who they are. And that's all it takes. They yeah. tap out. They're done. Mm-hmm. After the match, Serena just attacks Mercedes. Wait. She turns on her partner. Really? Second match in a row, we've had a turn on a tag team partner. Where the partner te- turns on their partner to get a Ring of Honor <laughs> world title match? Is this like a joke yeah. he's doing here? Are we doing some sort of like yeah. equal opportunity parallel bullcrap? What is this? I don't know. This is not how this I works. You could write a different story for the different matches. They they hired Pat Buck, and now he's here doing copy-paste high five. Oh, my God. Knock it off. Oh. Mercedes does tap out to that serenity lock, by the way. Yeah. Makes her look weak. Well, it's it's just to show that it could happen. What's she going to do? But, yeah, Yeah, so now at Ring of Honor pay-per-view, we have Moriarty against Gresham for the world title and Mercedes against Serena for the world title. Wow. Copy-paste high five, TK. I didn't think you had it in you. Don't do that again, please. Do that. I mean, do it on different shows, not like the same show, back to back tag matches, same results, same leading to the same match at the pay per view. It's ridiculous how yeah. copy paste this was. It the was bad. We, the only thing we didn't have was Serena joining the Blanchard bunch. Yes, the only difference here. <laughs> that that could still happen though. No, yeah, yeah, it yes, could it could happen. actually. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Uh, all right. Well, now we go to Tony Schiavone backstage with Gresham and Tony Blanchard. Speaking of the Blanchard. Yeah. Gresham says that uh, he's the foundation of ROH, but he hasn't been respected. So Tony called him, meaning Gresham, back in March. And now here he is. Yeah. And now we learn next week it's going to be Gresham versus Lee Moriarty. Mm. Okay. Now we go to Mark Henry. He's going to interview Tony Nice and Orange Cassidy. But yep. in comes Danhausen. Very professional, very evil. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
He says that under his breath. And uh, they're making a big deal out of the stupid petition. Um, but let's just get to the match. Uh, Dan Housen with Orange Cassidy is really funny, especially with the stoic best friends standing behind oh, yeah. his security guys. It's just a funny picture. Oh, but we're not going to have the it's time for the main event because now we get Lexi, if that's your real name, interviewing Lee Moriarty and Matt Seidel. Oh, that's um, right. Seidel tries to talk and he says there are repercussions. So next Friday, Moriarty challenges for the ROH World Championship. Okay. Okay. We also learn, because it's not time for the main event, we learn that, like you said, Eddie Kingston Jericho match will be uh, July 20th on Dynamite. It'll be barbed wire death match. All sharp with up. the entire Jericho <sighs> Appreciation Society. Yep. Suspended high above in a shark cage. I yep. think they're going to be suspended above. Yeah, Sounds they are. scary, but... Mm-hmm. It'll be a funny visual to see all those guys. Yeah. I hope they're dressed in chum or something. Ha <laughs> ha. Okay. Now it's really been enough talk and time for the main event. And here we go. It's Tony Nice versus Orange Cassidy. Again, reminder, if Nice wins, Orange has to sign the petition, which will then effectively remove Swerve Stick Strickland. That sounds from real. AEW roster. Hmm. Even as I say that again, it's done. Yep. You want to do this petition thing, at least build it up for a few weeks before coming to this yep. and explain to us why Orange has to be the last one yep. and nobody else can. Mm-hmm. But all right, that's enough said. Let's get over it at this point. Now, Orange coming to the ring again. We saw this, I believe, earlier, but he's reverted to his indie entrance music, yeah. which mm-hmm. is Jane by Jefferson Starship. Yeah. So I mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. I, I will miss the Pixies theme song. But I, I know. Like this one too. Oh, well. Uh, the match starts and Orange wrestles with his hands in his pockets. Uh, Tony Nice, man, he looks really good in this match, but I'm sad he's just never going to win anything. No, he's just food. Uh, yeah. Smart Mark Sterling interferes, but Danhausen pulls him off the apron. Danhausen tries to curse Sterling, but then Nice breaks up the curse. So yeah. that's pretty funny. We get a stunned dog millionaire and a Michinoku driver by Cassidy, and Nice kicks out it too. So great. Then a lot of DDTs. Two of them are spinning, and one of them is a diving DDT by yeah. Orange Cassidy. And again, Nice kicks out it too. So he's looking strong here. The three, uh, the, the near falls are very good in the match. They're very good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sterling is up on the apron again. This time, Orange does his, you know, his slow, lazy kicks to Sterling, and <laughs> Sterling falls down screaming like a lawyer who's about oh, to sue. Oh, like he's going to so sue. That was yeah. pretty funny. Uh-huh. Yeah, I like that part. Uh, nice does that pump, pump, that pump handle uh, driver move. Onto Orange for a two count. They made it seem like that was it. And then, it was really good. Yeah, I, thought, I was hoping. I'm like, I would love to see Tony Nice get a win, a, a meaningful win from somebody. We already knew Not on like this match he couldn't get win. it, though. So, oh, yeah. wow. Now Nice fakes a knee injury, and in comes <clears throat> Sterling to uh, attack. But Danhausen comes in also, and he punches Sterling down in the good parts. Jeez. Um, uh, Danhausen now puts the curse on Nice, and the crowd goes, whoa. <laughs> yeah. And that's enough to make Nice pause just long enough so that Orange Cassidy can hit the orange punch to Nice. One, two, three. Orange wins. Um, this was a great match. It was. Really it was. Fun. It was really I good. Enjoyed it. Yeah, really good the, match. The, the petition part was stupid. We didn't need all that, but uh, no, of course not. At the end, we get Orange Cassidy and Danhausen posing in the ring, and then Orange gives his sunglasses to Danhausen, <laughs> and Danhausen gives his lawyer necktie to Orange Cassidy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And next week, Fighter Fest starts on Dynamite. It's a two-week event beginning Wednesday. It's like four shows. It's like 
Fighter Fest Rampage, Fighter Fest Dynamite, Fighter Phase, Fighter Fest Rampage Two, Fighter Fest Dynamite Two. It's like wow, it's a lot of yeah, Fighter Fest. I don't mind. No, I it's like fine. It. I don't care. I don't care what it's called as long as it's good. I like good. how this started off as a joke from the the. Because of Firefest, but no one knew the joke. And then on that pay-per-view, if you watched it, Kenny Omega was purposely trying to do things poorly to no one got the joke. It was such a dud. I mean, I was so sad because I love stupid things like that. It just didn't work. I did too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Email. And then we're going to get to Raw. Ian writes in and says, I just want to say how much I enjoyed Rampage. The opening match with Kingston and Takeshita was outstanding. I hope it puts more eyes on the ace of DDT. I really hope Eddie gets his match against Akayama. Gresham turning on Moriarty out of nowhere was a bit unexpected, but the Gates of Agony were a pretty decent monster tag. They're okay. And I'm interested to see where Gresham goes as heel champ. While Serena and Mercedes squash was nothing to write home about his wrestling match, the turn at the end was one I've been looking forward to. Copy-paste, high five. You forgot that. And I can't wait to see the singles match between them. And the Tony and East Orange Cassidy match was a lot of fun and longer than all the other matches on this week's SmackDown combined. Oh, by far. In total, this yeah. was an excellent episode of Ring of Honor Rampage. I kid, but it really did feel like a backdoor pilot to a Ring of Honor show. Something they really need if it's going to be a real brand rather than a strand of AEW. I realize these these there are logistics involved, but if Tony has actual ambitions, he needs to get their own show launched soon. Not He's trying to get TV, he just can't. It's not that easy. Yeah. But he's making a, some big announcements soon, so that might be part of it. So we'll see. But the problem is if it's like a streaming deal and it's not a television deal... <clears throat> the problem is with that is that you're still going to have it's going to be hard to grow if you're only on a streaming service you're going to get the hardcores and that's it so he yeah. says maybe we'll hear something at pay-per-view thank you ian yes thank you thanks ian we have to do raw and get it over with i hate it's it so much. Raw. i hate it <laughs> okay raw live from they don't say yet we're gonna find out later it just says texas uh brock lesnar comes out Oh my God, his pyro is broken. He walks away and then it eventually works. And he looks back like that's high quality. Jimmy thinks it's a last night standing match at SummerSlam. It's not. Um, Brock says, yuck, yuck, yuck. I'm just happy to be here and lose. So I must be getting paid an obscene amount of money. No, but that's what he looks like he's going to say. He talks about pigs. He says Roman Reigns is a tribal hog. Then he curses and gets bleeped out. Paul Heyman comes out. Brock calls him a hog. He says, Brock talks about the three little pigs. What am I watching? What is this crap? I don't want this. Heyman says, if you're a betting man, you bet on Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. No. Do you want to lose your money? Why would you bet on Brock? He's not. Okay. Don't do it. Usos watch backstage. Which leads to nothing. Heyman says Reigns has been champion for like 900 days or something. And he says, Brock, this is one streak you won't conquer. Because, oh my God. He says, because I will train Roman Reigns to pull Brock's heart out of his butt. He will stick his hand up Brock's butt. I can't make this stuff up. I just can't. It's that (laughs) stupid. Theory comes out. He says, I will cash in. I am a broken record. I always talk about cashing in, but I will cash in. He shows footage of blood money where Brock threw him off of the pod in the elimination chamber. Mm-hmm. Alpha Academy. How long and ago I, was that pay-per-view? How long ago was long, that? That blood long money? Long ago. I don't because know. Because they still black out the part where Fury lands. Because right? I guess they don't want you, you know, they want you to buy Peacock or whatever. But um, yeah, that's just how they do it. It's not about yeah. the time. It's about the 
They want to give you everything but the but the finish. Um, but I can imagine Brock doing that to him and going, "Don't break your break your ankle, kid," and f fiving him off the pod. Um, yeah. <laughs> Alpha Academy shows up, and the theory goes, "Get them, boys!" And Brock just kills them both, and he kills them with the steel steps. He kills them with chairs. F five to Otis through the announce table, and I didn't mention it, but earlier. Um, Theory, for some reason, calls him the Roman Reigns. And then Graves says, yeah. Roman Reigns, beware. So I want to see Roman Reigns with a parrot gimmick, like with a with some sort of bird on his shoulder for the Roman Reigns, <laughs> beware character. That'd be great. Yes. <laughs> we might see it. Wow, what an opening. <laughs> so the only advertised matches they even announced are both off because now it's riddle and lashley in a tag team match against theory and seth rollins what Mm. so no open challenge no whatever and it's money in the bank rematch bianca versus carmella for the raw women's title wow why does carmella get another shot we never find out we don't she just gets it no reason Whatever. I don't know. There's nobody else, I guess. That's what it is. It's filler. Mysterio's come out. Now they say they're in San Antonio, Texas. So Judgment Day comes out, but they kept Edge's music. Now, at least they weren't <laughs> so lazy that they for, they forgot to take Edge's words out because they did take the talking part out. So that's good. But it still just sounds like, like Edge Jr. or whatever. It's bad. Damien Priest says, all rise. He says, at Madison Square Garden, it is the 20th anniversary of Rey Mysterio. Oh, my God. So we're going to advertise this MSG show that's before SummerSlam. We're going to advertise this like it's canon again. So that's great. Um, Priest says, Dominic, join our group. And Balor says, Edge is gone and not coming back, even though there will be a video package for him later tonight. (laughs) Rey punches Finn Balor and the heels hide for the break. When we come back... It's Rey Mysterio against Finn Balor already in freaking progress. What a what a great wrestling show this is. Oh, sports entertainment, yeah. you say? I oh, got it. Graves says, Judgment Day is popular with the fans. That's not real. But here's no. the problem with what I have here. This is Rey Mysterio against Finn Balor. I don't think we've seen this maybe more than maybe in a tournament or something. Maybe never. But the fact is... This should be because Balor was always a face, but this should be amazing. Yeah. But it's WWE, yeah. So it's just not, and it doesn't mean anything. But at least the right guy wins. Finn Balor actually just cleanly pins Ray. That's fine, mm-hmm. and that's it. That's that's it. They never come. Glory back to says this. Judgment Day has power in numbers. Yep. Look at all those guys. Like, there's two both people. of them. Yep. <laughs> because the other one is Rhea Ripley, and she's out with a concussion. Everybody. So. Look at all those numbers. Two. <sighs> Becky Lynch comes out. She stands on the announce table and cuts a promo about how she didn't get a rematch after summer or after WrestleMania. She says she demands a title shot at SummerSlam. And now we start the Raw Women's title match. It's Bianca against Carmella. Nothing could possibly go wrong with Becky sitting right there by commentary. Nope. Jimmy on commentary says, 99 times out of 100, the high cross body will get you the win. You are a moron, Jimmy. I bet you. He's counted, I guess. I bet you if you go to the last 99 times they did a high cross body in WWE, zero of them got anybody a win. I bet you it's zero. Right. So Becky causes Bianca to get counted out. Oh, no. So Carmella wins by count out. She holds up the title like she won it. 
and says, this is mine. And Bianca attacks her and takes the title back. Are we supposed to think Carmella's like, like mentally challenged or something? Why, why did she think she won the title? Does she know how know. matches work? Whatever. Miz comes out with Chompy. Oh, they advertise that on SmackDown. It's Liv against Natalia, non-title, and Moss against Theory, like we said on SmackDown. So let's see if those matches even happen. Miz TV with Chompy. Chompy says, I want it all. Opportunity. SummerSlam. WrestleMania. You're not getting any of that. He's getting no. fired by fall, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Now and we have a... On, oh, he's already been on main event, right? He, every Almost every week. He hasn't... I don't think he's yeah. had more than one match on Raw. Maybe two since he's since he's been on Raw. Um, it's all run-ins. He had, yeah. He had more matches on Raw when he was on NXT. When they were doing the Braun Breaker <laughs> story. Now we have a video of a YouTube sociopath saying he's going to beat up Miz at SummerSlam. And the crowd boos. So how can you have a one-on-one match with those two at SummerSlam if the crowd's going to boo both of them? How would that work? Maybe they're, I don't know. They don't want it as much as we don't want it. There's no answer to that question. That was that was just the trick question, I guess. AJ Styles comes out. Yes. And right behind AJ, if you pause it here, bootleg Baron Corbin is behind him in the crowd. <laughs> I can't make that up. Go, yes. go watch. We are still doing the Miz's crotch Uh-oh. gimmick. And Styles breaks the Miz TV set. Now Ezekiel comes out and he says, Elias used to like you, AJ Styles, so I like you too. And they talk about Miz's crotch. And now we're supposed to have a handicap match, Miz against Miz and Chompy against AJ. Nope. It's just a regular tag match. So another advertised match that didn't come through. Uh, it's Miz and Chompy against AJ and Ezekiel. Excuse me, burp. Uh, already in progress. Chompy breaks up the calf crusher. And gets DQ'd, and even Graves yeah. is like, "What? Why? Why was that a disqualification?" And they have, I guess, WWE went once in a while pulls out that rule that you're only allowed to break up two pins or submissions in a tag match, and then most of the time they forget oh, wow. that rule. So, whatever. So we've had a countout and a DQ. Congratulations, WWE! This is a great show. And a match, and two matches they promised that didn't happen, and a handicap match that didn't happen. So they're on a, they're on fire right now. They're doing so good. It's a flagship show. It really is. Backstage, Lashley and Riddle get to interact for once. Riddle says, "Let's go watch Stranger Things." And if I'm with you, Lashley, then I won't be scared. And Lashley goes, "I already watched Stranger Things," and he leaves. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> That's all that happened. Oh, that boy. made me laugh a little bit. It was ridiculous. Alexa Bliss and Oscar. Yeah. What is this team? What? Don't know. Against Nikki and Dewdrop. Aleska. Aleska. Yeah. Nikki and Dewdrop. Uh, later. Aleska. Yuck. Later tonight, Dawkins against an Uso again. Oh my God! Enough. Oh look, Diva DDT by Alexa Bliss to Nikki. We're just going. We're just reverting here. A diva maneuver. Yeah. Yeah. And then after the match, Bliss shakes Nikki's dead hand before she leaves. Like they're friends in real life or something. Why? What a joke. The faces win, I guess. Poor Asuka, though, didn't do anything. And earlier in the day, 
the script had called for some story where Lily was going to go missing and be stolen or something or had gone off on her own. I'm not sure what the finish of that is, but they didn't do it this week. So let's see if they do it next week. So stay tuned for that hot storyline. So good. The Usos come out. And at SummerSlam, it's Usos against Street Profits with a special guest referee. So I guess it's not a rumor anymore. Then they cut a really bad Usos promo. Street Profits come out. They're arguing. Truth comes out. And R-Truth says, look at this. I have my referee license. And I am also a certified tag team counselor. And look at this. And he takes off his shirt. And he's like, I'm wearing a referee shirt. And look at this. I can count. And he does a three count. He tries to do a 10 count. It's very funny. It's our truth. So, of course, it's yeah. funny. But the yeah. Usos are mad. And they don't want to have any part of this. And Truth wants to fight in a tag match right now. Three on two. And he then he fights his shirt and almost loses to his shirt. And then... Yeah. Omos comes out with MVP and MVP says, how about Omos is the special guest referee? And also Omos wants to be in this dumb tag match for some reason, even though his character would never want to do that. And it's a fight. The heels stand tall. This is uh, again, are you, you gotta, you gotta think before you speak. Byron says, are we going to see a six man tag? And Graves goes, what's the point? <laughs> Hey, Corey, what is the point indeed? Because Usos and Omos against Street Profits and Truth. Yeah, Omos squashes Dawkins. So before the big SummerSlam match, Dawkins, who's trying to get the unified tag titles, is now garbage. So that's it. Right. Wow. Okay. Backstage interview with Seth Rollins. Yeah, go ahead. What were you going to say? I was going to say, good job, WWE. Hmm, They're doing so good on this Raw. Backstage interview with Seth. He does his fake laugh. He says, there's a lot of conversation about the identity of Ezekiel. Why are we still on this? This is nothing. Why are we talking about Ezekiel? He says, Riddle is crappy. And Theory comes in and he says, I want money in the bank advice. And instead of you come to the right place or whatever, or you're asking the right guy, Seth Rollins goes, you've come to the right spot. That's (laughs) weird. Okay. I don't know who talks like that. Spooky Edge video, but this time... The mystery video is he's burning Mick Foley's flannel and there's an, a rated RKO reference and a John Cena reference and some writing in blood. So, yes, it's Edge. Stop saying it's Bray Wyatt. It's Edge, everybody. I think it's obvious at this yeah. point. So, YouTube sociopath returns to Raw next week. Maybe I shouldn't watch Raw next week. I don't want to watch it. No. Main event, Lashley and Riddle against Rollins and Theory. This is the part where everyone's going to turn the TV off, but Dolph randomly shows up after months of being missing and he's in a suit and he, we go, he's just there so we can go to break. High five. When we come back, he won't let theory cheat. So RKO riddle pins theory and Dolph super kicks theory after the match and his old music plays. And it's like, does anyone care or want this? That's the end of raw. Is that the worst face turn ever? A guy comes back no one cares about, and then he kicks a heel, and that's supposed to be a face turn. <laughs> Glad I stayed to the end for that. Worth it! Yeah, that's your Raw, everybody. What? Wow. What a show. What a Raw. Don't watch Raw. Raw was terrible. Oof. Yeah. Raw, Raw was so just three hours of just nothing. 
it's just right. filler until SummerSlam. There's no content. The, uh, the the Riddle and Bobby Lashley part made me laugh, and the R Truth stuff made me laugh. But that's about it. That's it. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't watch Raw for comedy necessarily. Yep. I, oh well. If you love seeing Street Profits against Usos Part 100, then this is the show for you. Oh wait, Dawkins versus Uso. We never got that match either. We got a six man tag. Oh, you're right. Were there right were there seriously six matches they advertised that didn't happen? Is this a joke? Are they messing with us? <laughs> <laughs> what? No. Is that possible? Okay, whatever. I don't care anymore. Raw's done. I don't care anymore. Yeah. Raw's, Raw's so bad. Ugh, it's going to be like this till SummerSlam. Ugh, yep. just filler. Okay. I think we're done. Are we done? We're done. All yeah. right. Let's, you know, join the... Uh... Join the uh, G1 contest. Yep. Get in there. Do that. Go on the Facebook, go on the wherever, and find the, the form. You could fill it out and then uh, send it in. Join the G1 contest. Become a patron on Patreon. And I believe that's our show, everybody. So thank you, Humna Mahama. Thank you, listeners. We appreciate it. And until next time, bye, everybody. dollar time machine and it won't work for nobody but you ten dollar time machine a hug and kiss and thing i think it's high time you knew a patron level for you that you will want to use wrestling glory days alondra blaze michael hayes and better wrestlers too monday night wars every show Good or bad, we'll let you know. Maybe money will start to flow. Or else we might just have a homeless Joe. Woo! Ten dollar time machine. And it won't work for nobody but you. Ten dollar time machine. A hug and kiss and feet. No, 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 no. Dollar time machine, and it won't work for nobody but you and other subscribers. Ten dollar time machine, I kiss and thing. Absolutely no spam, hitting all our programs. There's no way that you can lose a wrestling passage through time at the cost of a dime. Plus nine dollars and ninety cents. Take a chance, and you will see. What a good deal this will be Tons of shows we guarantee And some co-host who's not as good as me Woo! Ten dollar time machine And it won't work for nobody but you And other subscribers Ten dollar time machine A hug and kiss and thing Na 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 Ten dollar time machine, 
Hugging and kissing not available in all 50 states. Sorry, Tennessee.